Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Don't Be Mad podcast, your weekly dose of the homies kicking back, shooting the shit, and talking it up. I'm your boy, Lefty Lucky, and I'm joined here as always with Jamali. <laughs> Jason. Jamali, get off your phone. <laughs> like, bro, what's wrong with you? Are you at least talking to people? <laughs> no, bro. <laughs> I mean, like on, on the feed, are you at least talking to people? No, I just had to, you know, I mean, at send out my. At uh, least do that. I'm gonna let y'all know. I, I saw what he was doing. I was working. <laughs> I don't know that. I mean, that's <laughs> work. He's working. <laughs> I was working. <laughs> I haven't said it in a while. Don't make me. <laughs> right. Oh, almost forgot to say. Proud members of the uh, Up for Network. Yeah. They are good friends of ours. Check them out with all the great podcasts they got on there. Yep. As you can see, we're all well, not all of us, rocking some uh, some gear today because we got a uh, our homie, our bro. That's from way back the in the day. Uh, what do you think I'm doing right now, man? <laughs> Let me swag him out a bit. <laughs> He's assisting. You know, like, assist. like he, he laced us, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm nice yeah. and bright today. No, nice and bright, feeling good, feeling comfy and warm. Yeah, Thanks to my boy. Coming up. Don't worry. No, E-Man in the building from Pure yeah. Luck X. Yeah, Talk it up for the man. The young brother. The young entrepreneur. My, ma- my man's used the original name. <laughs> the, the original Pure Luck X before the you know, government told me, hey, it's not French. Oh, oh. <laughs> you, I had to switch it quick. So what do, you, what do you call it now? Vet Mom Pure Lux. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Well, you know what? We, well, yeah. we go way back to exactly. the way back. So the it's original. Pure Luck X. That's Sorry, right. Frenchies. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, How you been, man? How you doing? Good, yo. The lights are hot, man. I'm oh, yeah, I know that already. Look, I, I'm, I'm playing it cool. Don't worry, Matt's not hot. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I'm wearing white. I'm too. playing it cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> yo, I'm feeling good. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. No, I'm glad you. I'm glad you're back because yeah. we did have you here like two weeks ago, I believe. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, two weeks. on our yeah. first live. Yeah, you know, like on, yeah, exactly on the first live, but. We wanted to make sure the first time around it was more just like kickback, yeah. let you know what the scene was, you know, let you get a bit comfortable and familiar with what's going on here. Yeah. And just like clockwork, had you right back in, Boom. man. Boom. Easy. Yeah. So uh, how has the business been booming for you, man? And the business now this year? I got that wave now. Now yeah. I got it. I got now that now you like you know where your lane is. You I know what you're doing. Water. Yeah, yeah. I got that water now, so I'm feeling it now. That's what's up, man. Because yeah, yeah. like I said, like we've known you for years. We know you've been doing this for years as well. And yeah. I mean, like we've essentially been supporters of everything you've been doing in the city. And knowing now that like you're taking it just beyond Montreal at this point, you know, yeah. like what are some of the steps that you were taking without giving away your game to like get it to where it is today? Ah oh, man, uh, the steps was actually just grounding, grounding the brand. Uh, it's, it's important to shoot for the stars, but understand that you gotta handle what's on the ground first. You gotta make sure that you know your business is good, uh, your numbers are, are correct. You gotta know when I mean your sales numbers. How much do you want to like pay for something? How much do you want to sell it? What's your target audience? Mm-hmm. I had to understand a lot of that stuff before I was able to get to the point where I'm at now. Very comfortable. I'm able to you know purchase large sums of quantities yeah. of gears and good quality ideas. That, yeah, yeah. like change i said the, man i'm, I'm nice quality. and warm but at the same time you yeah. know man's not hot yep <laughs> up the quality found the uh, different links i'm looking always to be canada first so canada suppliers canada distributors uh my goal ultimately would be to produce everything locally so you know cut sold stitch everything montreal none of this china stuff none of this overseas i want to yeah. build the economy here i want to put people that i know in employment i want to fund help people here so like that's what i mean about grounding the business making sure yeah. that i'm taking care of this stuff first before i look to anywhere and anything else oh, i like that man yeah, yeah foundation like is key you know to anything that you do so 100 percent. you got any questions you want to ask him for 
I just start reeling off. <laughs> I mean, you always do that. No matter of when. Damn right yeah. I do. <laughs> no, so what made you want to get into the clothing space? Because, I mean, you would think it's crowded. You would think people oh, yeah. would think, like, well, you know, I can't be a Ralph, you know, yeah. on their Kanye West type tip. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to let you know right now, uh, clothing, just like anything else, is crowded as hell. And a lot of people think it's as simple as, oh, I have a dope idea. I'm going to put it on a shirt and everybody's going to love it. They're going to buy it. They're going to support doesn't work that way. I'm going to let you know straight up. This is something I've been involved in since I was a kid. You know, watching fashion television. Always wanted to get into the fashion game, but there's steps to it. You know what I mean? You have to understand what works and what doesn't. And I did a lot of trial and error. I wasn't the person that measured 10 times and cut once. I just started cutting. I just started cutting and seeing what worked and what didn't work. I I went to work. I always had gear with me. People know that. That duffel bag you see over there, that's the same duffel bag I've been carrying. And I always make sure it's stuffed with something. So... Knowing that this is a hustle, it's a grind. This is not uh, temporary. This is not like five days a week, you know, nine to five for me. This is 24-7, you know, 365. This is a lifestyle choice. This is a, the business that is going to feed my family. Most you know what I mean? So that's what I, I, for me, I just want to make sure that I'm financially secure with something that I own, that it's not someone else's uh, price point. You know what I mean? If you work at McDonald's, you get minimum wage or whatever price you get. That Big Mac that you're selling, you know, 100 of them in an hour. That person makes X amount of dollars. You only get that minimum wage because that's the value that they say you're worth. Right. I don't like that. I feel that a lot of people should understand their value. If it's words, if it's time, understand the value in putting in energy towards something. Most so definitely. I got to own mine. You know what I mean? No, I feel you, man. I think that's key, especially in our community. I think a lot of times, and we've seen it, you know, like brands are out there. They disrespect the culture. They yep. disrespect us as a, as a group. As a, and people still support it. Not even disrespect, but just steal completely without any oh, acknowledgement yeah. at all. No, that happens. And, and oh, I mean, I, mean I, th- I think, to me, I always say when people copy you, you know, that's flattery. Like, I don't really take offense to that. I'm talking like the blatant disrespect. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, I don't make clothes for you guys. Or when they make clothes, they put offensive language or, you know, imagery on it. But that's shock culture. That's the problem. Right, yeah. the shock culture and saying things and to be like, oh, Gucci did this and it's all, oh, it's crazy. And a small community group reacts, but the bigger picture is it's now puts Gucci all throughout the news. Yeah. So right. that makes them, their, their stock go up, makes them get more money from people buying it. Yeah, right. They actually get helped out more oh, so than they get damaged. Like, and usually the oh, yeah. damage, if it does occur, it's like, it's a small dip. But then yeah. the spike afterwards, it's more of, oh, so we're not mad anymore? And yeah. boom, it goes right back up but, yeah. to where it was before, if not higher. No, yeah. definitely. But I, 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 me personally, you know me, we've had the discussion. It wasn't even like, you know, something to reactive because 90% of the people who got upset can't afford real Gucci. Mm. Let's be honest. You know what I mean? Yeah, let me get my brand to that level. And I don't know about supporting someone else like that that don't know me. <laughs> he don't support me. He don't like me. He don't really want to put you know help out my people. I don't, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, nah. And how do you think your brand has been received by, well, the Montreal, the city of Montreal? I'm hearing a lot of great things about it. Uh, one of the key things is the bunny logo. It's simple. It's, it's cute. It works. You know what I mean? So that's one thing I like to work on. I love to put that bunny on everything and anything. Uh, one of the things that I find that the community really receives it well is because I'm very in touch. You can message me and I'm there. I'm hitting right. you back right yeah. away. I am not taking no five hours. I'm not trying to be cool and not respond to a comment. Like, I'm there. Hey, I appreciate all that love and support. I'll like your stuff. I'll share your stuff. I'm, I'm really here. So it's. I really want to make this a Montreal staple brand, something right. that you know this is Montreal. Like, you see that? Yeah, I know. Like, when I did the same at Ville Hoodie that was uh, five years ago where it had uh, all the Montreal boroughs on the sleeve, 
that was because, you know, say my bill. I was in Toronto homesick when I made that. Just came up with a design. I'm like, yo, I'm really missing my city. Came back, put that out, let people know, like, this is Montreal. I do a right. lot of stuff for our city. You know? yeah. No, I can so, attest that because I remember first couple of years you started doing it and like it was really starting to pick up yeah. you were literally out your trunk just yeah. wherever somebody was like i hit him up like yo i saw that what you just posted on facebook oh, like yeah. do you still got it in stock he literally that same day was like yo when are you gonna be home yeah yo, I'm, there. I'm like yo i'm i'm like i'm home already and he's like yo i'm on the way yeah and i'm like all right cool like i'm thinking like on the way he'll be here in like no. two three hours no like legit 20 minutes later he's like yo which building you said was yours again like he just full on came to my place just because no, I was like, yo, sure. yeah. hit him on Facebook like, yo, I like that shirt. I think it was the one, um, Ain't Nobody's Business. Uh, ain't Nobody's I Business. I think it was that boy. one. I took that. And right I was like, a, dude, like, just the fact that you, you didn't have to come today. Like, right. I, yeah. I would have been fine, like, waiting till the weekend. No, you know, but I'm, I'm going to let you know something, right? And it's people who procrastinate, who think tomorrow's promised. That's exactly. the ones that don't have anything right now. You yeah. have to, when someone wants something, you got to get, get off, off your ass and get it. You gotta get that to them. You gotta get wherever you want. You can't sit here and worry about what tomorrow got for you. Like, nah, you here right now. So if you want the sweater, you show interest. I'll go wherever. I've yeah. I've traveled to Toronto just to sell something, and people don't understand. Well, why would you do that? Cause I got business I can handle there. So I might as well take that trip, meet you in person, chop it up, do business, and then work on other business. That's that um, get your network going. That's that uh, master B hustle. Like oh. when he had the selling all his records from his trunk. Yeah. And he was just hustling, going everywhere. That's, that's what it is. And, that's and a hustle you, you have to have. Yeah, you doing that shows like the foundation that you were talking about. Yeah. It got you in touch with the people in the city. And it, oh, yeah. and on top of that, it grew your network to the point where it extended into Toronto. And I'm yeah. sure it's extended into Ottawa. And, yeah, Ottawa and pretty much Quebec, just it's branching city. out, I'm sure, into the States at some point as well in certain oh. cases. You know what happened? It went. It skipped the States and went international. It was weird. I had Austria. I had uh, <laughs> I even pronounced some of the places. And I was just like, yo, wait, how do you know about that? And I would ask them. But like, one thing that I learned really important Anybody who buys something, ask, how did you hear about the brand? Yeah. And one of the things he said is like, oh, I was just looking for a green hoodie and yours looked dope, so I bought it. Yeah. It's like, oh, so the design, the green, okay, the color sometimes gets people to buy things. Design gets them to buy things. But the point is, put your work out there. Yeah, Don't just definitely. sit on your hands and wait and be like, no, oh, exactly. well, no, no, I had to keep paying for advertisement. I got to get it to everyone's eyes, you know what I mean? So... No, I agree with that because, yeah. I mean, the way we've been doing with the podcast as well, yeah. a lot of it has been word of mouth. A lot of it has been extending it to friends and asking them to extend it. And to the point where this weekend I had a situation where I met up with a couple people at Burgundy Lion. Mm. And then this dude who was a part of the group who I had never met before literally just, like, walked up on me. and was like, yo, you do that podcast. Yeah. Wow. And, like, I was, like, a bit shook about it because I'm just kind of, like – I. I'm coming incognito type of thing. Like I'm here for them, like what they're doing, but just full on like asked me about, like said he walked, like listened to a couple episodes. And then from there we just started chopping it up. Yeah. But it's just like that simple, you get to a point where people are talking about it and it's because of the work that you're doing and the yeah. fact that you're putting yourself out there and not sitting back and hoping it all comes to you. You know, yeah, no, you can't do that, man. You got to yeah. get it, man. Like I can't tell you how many times I've literally like grabbed someone's phone and like typed it in for them. Subscribe yeah. now. You know, even if you don't listen to it after that, yeah, at no. least I know I've done my part of. This is how you can find it. This is where it is. And yeah. if you want to share it, share it. Trust me. Yeah, man. Yeah, just off the top, man. I'm, I'm thinking maybe I'm overstepping, but like uh, merch, I can. You know what I mean? Got y'all on the merch. I'm just thinking of ideas how to get it to that level. If you get got you ideas, in the merch game, I mean, use my resources so y'all don't have to really worry about you no. Know, we can we can talk prices. if you got ideas, man. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm saying, I'm saying, at the end of the day, like, what are we really doing this for? Like, we sitting here, we're talking. I'm on your platform. You're wearing my stuff. We're both giving you know 
back and giving forth. back and forth. Right. But how else can we really build on that? Like, how right. can we get to another level? Right. And we should always be supporting and really looking to build a proper community. Like, yo, podcasting is amazing. I love doing it. I love kicking it, just talking. And then one thing with me is that you already know, I don't, I'm going to say it straight, I don't have a lot of guy friends. I all female, so I don't really get to this talk. Oh, we know. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we see your Instagram. Exactly. Yeah. And it's not even the hate on that. Like people are like, oh yeah, I wish I was in that position. It's an amazing position, but right. sometimes you just really want to talk some shit. No, I, I, I definitely sometimes get you it. Need that barbershop atmosphere, yeah, man. Yeah, that's what it is. That's no, it. but I think you need people that are like minded as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I've been friends with these guys, Jason the longest. This guy I met in college. Yeah. Well, this guy, Matthew. (laughs) 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 Who's this guy? What's the problem, man? What's the problem? No, you know what I mean? Like, and we've maintained our friendship over the years. Yeah. And, you know, honestly speaking, like, these are like my two closest male friends. Yeah. Because I don't believe in, maybe I'm wrong, but I I like the presence of female, like their energy. I think that's what got Jesus killed. (laughs) I'm going as far as saying that. I I think if he had women at, if he had women at the last, Supper table, mm-hmm. he would have been alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel me? Would have held him a, down. Huh? A real woman would always have your back to you keep need, it up. Strong women yeah. in your life. You would let you know about Judas from time. Yeah. I don't know about that guy. Strong woman, he, man. He'd be giving some eyes. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying. I'm just keeping it real, and I think it's healthy to have these dialogues on yeah. a on a. Especially, we live in such a a, a time where communication is not even personal anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, oh yeah. I mean, you, you scroll down your social media feeds, it's a tap for a like, mm. and you don't even really pay attention to what is actually being said in the post. Yeah. It's just sort of like, oh, Matthew posted. I know Matthew. Matthew's my boy. I just like. Yeah. And yeah. I think we, it's needed to have these platforms and these dialogues for the advancement, not just of the culture, but for own personal growth. Yeah. Sharing is where you grow. Yeah, man. I mean, like, it's like with us, I think the thing that made the three of us come together, be really strong in the fact of our friendship, our brotherhood, and just being able to grow our relationships throughout the years is not simply because we clicked on everything, but the fact that we respected the spaces in which we didn't click. Right. And I mean, like, we come on here, we, we get here and everything. It's <laughs> it's for the people's entertainment. But we? We? This guy's I'm say you and Jemaine. I don't know about we. I don't okay. Matthew this. get heated. Yeah. Okay. Is that what <laughs> Remember now? he said that, all right? <laughs> let's just, let's put a timestamp on this. <laughs> I'm going to say, because I know about heated, because I can say we know each other for over 10 years, yeah. and I remember some moments. <laughs> no, I, oh yeah, I, I yeah. definitely get heated, yeah. but it's because... And I'll say, like like the women say, it's because I'm passionate. passionate. I'm passionate. <laughs> you <were laughs> but passionate I'm never heated to the point where I'm in it hatred. I'm heated in the point of, yo, let's just, let's get this out, you yeah. know? And, like, the reason I can do that with these guys is because they know it's no matter where we're clashing or where we're agreeing, it's mm. always in a matter of respect. And we always come to a point where, like, we can be literally staring each other down and cut the tension with a knife. But then we laugh it off and shake hands oh, literally yeah. on yeah. camera because that's just how we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the friendship is deeper than just a yeah. moment, right? Yeah, yeah. And, right, and I man. think that's the thing. Like, I feel like friendship is so superficial now. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody want to click up with people that think like them like or that likes everything they do. Yeah. And there's a difference between like and support. You know what I mean? Like, I could like anything these guys do. But, you know, if I need them or they need me, we're there. And yeah. that, to me, that is support. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one thing to have someone say, like, Check up on you during the, you know, a hard time. I've done it for him. He's done it for me. Mm. Jason has done it. Likewise. So, like, to me, those are the true values that, you know, we have as a, uh, as a group of friends. Yeah. 
Yeah, like the real. amount of times I've had to drag this guy to next door. Yeah, shout out to them. I'm yeah. a, I'm Quick plug for them. Yeah, yeah, I'm super. I'm literally like, dude, let's let's just go have a pint. <laughs> and he's like, no, I want to go home. Like, bro, let's go have a pint because sometimes it's like I just I haven't heard from him. Yeah, and I know I'm gonna sit him down. We're gonna have that first pint. Yeah. I'm gonna get him talking, and then from there, even yeah, if it's an good. hour, two hours later, at least we've had a good chat right. where it's like I dig into him and just like, yo, just tell me how things have been, you know? Because yeah. I know he can be closed off at times, and he just needs that extra nudge. And I'm glad that he allows me to do that yeah. because you need that human conversation. Like 100%. I can go back and forth on text right. all fucking day, like, yeah, but the same though. Literally looking someone in the eyes. Hearing yeah. their expression when they're actually saying on, their message, you know, like where did they hesitate? Where did they get excited? And, yeah. and reading their body language to know, like, no, this is actually serious to them. Like yeah. that guy that hasn't spoken to them in a while or that chick mm -hmm. that hasn't spoken to them in a while is affecting me. them. Yeah. And yeah, you could play it cool on fucking text. Like, yo, it's whatever, you yeah, know, it's like yeah, it's, it's, whatever, it's part it's of the it. dating app game. But deep <laughs> no, down, they're like, no, yo, sure. what the fuck? Is this me? Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, sometimes you need to, like, look at somebody and actually ask them, yo, is this me? And have somebody look at you back and be like, no, man, it's, it's this fucked up device that we use all the yeah. time. But it's true. And I feel like oftentimes friendship gets broken for lack of communication. And it's not just words exchanged, but, like, moments spent together. Yeah. Because it's easy to be like, I'm busy. But, yo, I'm not too busy to watch the game. I'm not too busy, you know, to well, just sleep. It goes more into age things. Like, people in our generation, we're not afraid to talk to people. I guess it's the younger generation. They're used to doing everything through text, through Facebook Messenger and everything. So they don't like confrontation or they don't like yeah. meeting people. Yeah. So they're going to have that mentality of, like, oh, if I say this to the person, you might say something. Yeah. Might but, I mean, I don't even think media. that is a reason. Because if we look at That's it. partial. That's partial. partial. Because, I mean, not yeah. if you look at, like, our parents probably all grew up around the same time in, like, the late <laughs> early 60s to late 70s, 70s yeah. right early 50s in my case yeah my mom, my <laughs> yeah, yeah, mom's yeah. actually turned in 60 in a couple of days so yeah, yeah. you know but the key point is didn't have telephone they grew up most likely in small villages mm -hmm. so they could easy meet it was up all community right yeah for a long time we were like the last generation that wasn't raised on a cell phone yeah and we found we ways are, but we, we were raised on the house phone yeah. how many of us house got phone. that you know what i mean Star 69 my get friend. off my phone now <laughs> <laughs> oh you had a times allocated to you like oh, yeah. five to seven that's you yeah you know you Jeez, try to sneak bro. a late night convo and then you know i don't know about you guys but we i had that phone in the crib where the red light was going if something is like you know oh, dis up? yeah you know it was disconnected or someone uh, didn't use so like my stepdad my mom had it in their room so it's yeah, like yeah. They look over and I'm at like 12.30 having yeah, a red light. get off the phone. You're supposed to be sleeping. People don't understand, man. When you're talking to something nice oh, on the man. phone, you, oh, got yeah. a, oh, you got the cord and thing. You just twirl it. You got a whole bunch of stupid shit. You got your feet, feet up. Feet on the wall? Yo, what my feet on the wall for? You don't even know, but it feels right. Uh, yeah. Yo, when they finally make cordless phones, you oh, know how yeah. many rooms you were walking oh, through? Man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Just talking you're trying the to phone, see how far bro. you can get down the steps yeah, just you to see your You still hear me? Yeah. I promise you now. You're outside. <laughs> just chilling, oh, man. man. 90, that was 97. Oh, boy. bro. But I just think the newer generation, I think their problem, is, and that's a major problem, I think it's unhealthy to have that. Mm -hmm. But it's like we also, as the older heads, we fell into that well, space. I, I want to say we fell into well. I feel more so for us because, like, we, we have that connection to how we used to be. And at the same time, we're, we've kind of grown with technology. Right. Yeah. What happens for us now, it's more of we, we're capable of detaching. We and are. because we are, we notice, or at least I know for myself, right. I recently just 
had to full on detach from Twitter, Instagram, and essentially like what I was doing was I would come home from work, put the phone on one side of the house, and then I was on the complete other side and put it had it on silent and just left it there because I was like I was all my energy was being spent in the mm-hmm. virtual and I was losing it in reality because I was misjudging everything. Yeah. You know, and I feel like a lot of times we'll do that where we notice we're stressed out, we're freaking out, we're constantly scrolling, and we'll say we're busy, but we say that because we're literally just trying to detach. Right. And we're finding that solitude. And once we regain like the enjoyment of solitude, it's mm. very hard to reconnect. Yeah. I'm the opposite of you. I just, you know, like, yeah. I, I joined Twitter because I lost a bet to this guy. <laughs> Yo, what? <laughs> I, lost, I joined Twitter because I lost a bet to this guy. So you set him up. It was the, the first year of the Bulls, uh, not the Bulls, the Heat, when we were at, I'll never forget, we were at uh, yeah. PJ's, yeah. and it was like, yo, if they lose this game, you got to join Twitter. Well, and well, I literally well, just... No, because, and you know why it was for a while, I've been trying to just get him out, because he has this thing where it's like, he just, he likes the solitude, he doesn't yeah. want to connect, if he sees you, he sees you, so I was like, yo, fuck that, we're going to get you to connect, and the best way we're going to do that is if we get you on social media. So when they lost <laughs> right. the game... You know, I had to join. And Set I just up. joined Instagram, like, what, two months ago? Yeah, he, yeah just, beginning just of the year, joined. literally. Just, just, literally yeah. beginning of the year. Yeah, so. I, I don't know. I prefer Twitter more than anything because Twitter is like, you could actually talk to either celebrities or whatever, anyone. You could talk to anyone. But I, I also feel, I, I, I actually kind of grew to like Instagram. As yeah, much as I thought same. it was stupid. Mm. I love Like, Instagram the more I so use it, more. I realize, like, it's a platform where you express yourself and sometimes words can't do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You might find an image, you might find a text, or you might just have, like, I, I know people who like to cook or people who like to draw, and they could post that. I mean, you could do the same thing on Twitter, but I feel like the communication channel is less, yeah. it's much more concise and clean on Instagram. I just feel like yeah. when Twitter just got overrun with bots and everybody was just showing how easily they can be affected by the 140, and now it's 280, but just... They'll read that, and that was enough for them to just go on huge rants. And it's like, did you even consider the source? Like, did you click the link and notice, yeah. like, it's it's literally a bot that you're raging at to now? Like, from that moment, I was kind of like, you know what? This app, until it cleans up itself, I'm just going to use it for sports. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm going to use it for, like, live limited. tweeting events, like, things of that nature. Like, yeah. if, you know, when Game of Thrones is on, like, all right, now now I'm going to use Twitter. Like, yeah. we're because I know people are going to be talking Thrones. Yeah. Outside of that, I'm like, I'll go to Instagram because there, Safe. it's really a lot of, yeah, I feel like it's so much easier to just yeah. stick to my people on Instagram oh, without 100%. having other people interject to any little thing. Yeah. But how has social media impacted your, the growth of your business? Yo, social media is the reason why I'm actually, I actually have a business, to be perfectly honest with you. I started this, um, registered it March 2012, uh, did my first run, 73 pieces, sold out of that. I did what most people should do. Hit up your people first. Get your brothers wearing it. Get your cousins, your sisters, your mama, your granny, whoever. Get your whole family. Because that's probably a 25, 30 people right there that are going to support. Then you go to the people that you know, your friends, whatever. You can even go to your employees, your work, whoever you're at. And by that point, that's why I was sold out. But I I went through a process of just really talking to people about their brand. And they gave me input. And I had to stop and think, like, what do I want to do? Just with the person that I was with at the time. 
who told me about Instagram. I used to wake up and see her in the morning all the time on this thing called Instagram. I'm like, oh, what is this? And I don't like that. What, what, what's this point of this? Scrolling and liking a picture? I'm not doing that. She told me, yo, if you join Instagram, oh, I guarantee you. your business is going to boom. I made the new collection at this point. Instagram was a way for people to see it, for me to share it, get people in on the action right away. And oh yeah, you know I don't drink. So oh, yeah, sure. it's for the people listening. No, I never did it. Never Two drank, for me. Never drank. No, never drank. Never smoked. No Which coffee. No. no nothing. He's a better man than me. Yeah, I mean, me <laughs> I stay clean, right? So clean mind, clean body. Well, I mean, I say clean. I, I love puttins. I mean, I'm gonna tell you straight up. <laughs> hey, when it comes to food. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely yeah. no judgment. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Well, yeah, unless you eat the swine. I mean, I see. I, I'm vegetarian, so I don't play with it. Right? <laughs> that's that's the one thing I've cut back on. So you would be proud of me. I yeah. am. I am. Jason, <laughs> you're quiet over there. You, you still eat the swine, don't you? <laughs> you want to lean? I do know, get weak to bacon. I have to admit, do, it, right? I get weak to Bro, bacon. What's wrong with bacon? There's so I many love, good. Like, there's so many good vegan bacon out there. See, it, just, from bacon? Look, look, it shouldn't be that, called bacon. Can we just have vegan? And look, I have no problem with having bacon alternatives. Right. Just don't call it bacon. It's, it's just for marketing, so it's you understand. marketing purposes. Like, yeah. Look, it's turkey strips. Okay. It's, it's <laughs> yo, black bean strips. Okay, plant-based plant yeah. strips, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Because bacon is literally the title for swine. Yeah. Okay, it's fine. I, okay, fine. But you yeah. know what the fuck I was talking about, right? Yeah, I know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. I do know I what you're talking about. And look, I've had some great turkey strips. Incredible. <laughs> like I'll, I, I've had that alternative before, but sometimes... When I hear that the bacon has been soaking in some maple. Yeah, that's a sizzling sound. I know that. <laughs> that's different. I'm, I'm not going to lie. That's different. That's a weakness. I can yeah. admit. I can admit my faults. It's yeah. not a fault. I don't consider that a fault. I just think. You don't to be healthier. No, it's not a fault. It's not even a fault. because like, so good. Just like, itself. I was, it's delicious. <laughs> you don't I, even got to add butter to the pan. Thing, it just cooks it itself. In its own fat. Oh, it's so good. I've never had bacon like that. like. Pork bacon, so yeah. I, I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't yeah, attest yeah. to to what it tastes like. I had to cook that A uh, and W. I had to do all that stuff, and I learned the techniques. And dude, I tell you right now, now, thank God for the Beyond Meat burger. Oh, hey, I got some sitting in the fridge it's right so now. Good, man. IGA, so I'm telling y'all right now, get your. Beyond I literally just so saw good, Dame man. Dash yeah. receive a package on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, uh, dude, it's it's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. That's the thing. Like that's a billion dollar industry right there. Boy, yeah. that plant base, and that's it's it. Going public soon. Going public. Invest in water. It's, it's going, going public. public. It's, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's going public, so invest stuff. into it. Yeah. Like, I would Shoot. suggest investing in that more so than people were doing for marijuana. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it, it's, government can't say shit it's about going that. to be <laughs> oh. such a global yeah. takeover. Amen. We have a question for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they want to know, like, like yours, your clothing, what are you, like, <laughs> either where you can get it. We can do that later, but I wanted to do early for people who's like listening now. Yeah. Um. So like, where you can get it, how much you're selling, how much you're selling it for, or who is it catered to, all that kind of stuff. Uh. Okay. So Pure Lux can be found on, you know, PureLux.com, Instagram, Pure Lux. That's P-U-R-E-L-U-C-K-X. Facebook, and you can legit buy off of Instagram. You can buy off of Facebook. You can buy it from the website. You can purchase it anywhere that you use social media. Uh, it's catered to uh, 17, 35-year-old students, uh, people who just really live a more free life, who really don't care so much about uh, a whole bunch of messaging that probably doesn't make sense to them. Like, I mean, when I mean that, like, for example, if you're wearing a shirt and you're wearing a, a band t-shirt only because another kid's wearing it, you're just following a fad. But if you're wearing a shirt from a, Mo a Montreal brand, one that actually tells you what this is and what you're supporting, you know what it is that you're putting your money into. Like, you're not just buying something just for a fad. It's like, this is Montreal, this is Pure Lux, the meaning is 
as simple as it is, purity, luck, X, X is unknown. So you don't know when luck is going to hit you. And it's the purest form of that luck when you don't know. It's like, it's very simple in my mind. I don't know if it's simple for other people, but at the end of the day, uh, it's a Montreal brand, man. Like, I, I don't like to get too much into this extra meaning. I'm not like saying, oh, we're global. I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I'm not doing all that extra stuff. Right. It's a simple brand. It's pure luck X. Montreal designs, Montreal um, bread. Uh, I mean, we have different price range, anything from 20 to 100, 110. It depends on what product you're looking to get. And it's quality. Um, we're all wearing yeah, a jersey right now. That's and the thing. And hands down, we're vouching. It's a lot quality. better quality than Oof. it was uh, a few years ago because I was, uh, you know what I mean? You're, you're learning. You're, you're looking to find the best quality. And one of the things you got to know is that to get better quality, you got to pay for better quality. So it has to be reflective in the price. That's why like, there's been a price increase this year. But just because I'd, I want to put my name behind something that I really, truly believe in. You can stand and, behind, yeah. I yeah, just like, need you know I mean? some sun for this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, trust me. That's, that's going to last. Like that. Yeah, I know. Tried and true. I've had. Yeah. I know. I've had it before <laughs> I put it out. You know what I mean? I've had a lot of stuff before I put it out. Just wearing it. And it's still good, right? So, uh, yeah. I mean, check it out. Check the website. Uh, new website coming uh, May 9th. Cleaned up. It's not... Uh, same feel, just a lot more clean. Um, we're gonna have toddler clothing coming out soon, kids clothing, uh, socks, all that stuff. Like, like that's that. a little tidbit. I'm get suits. it for the the nieces and little cousins. That's what I'm saying. It's like I, I'm thinking about. I'm I'm not stupid about it, but now I have the funds to do it. Right. I have five nephews, right? And I mean all the ranges. I'm trying to get them all laced up, right? <laughs> so I'm like, yo, I might as well make it for everybody. So toddlers and everything. Uh, we're really putting in money to the business, and I, I want to give back, make sure that all of Montreal supporting. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Yeah. That's dope. I love that. All right. Unless we got any other questions for you, man, should we just start geeking out? I mean, I'm trying to geek out, to be honest. I, I, wait, hold on. You ready? Come on, let's start getting into it. I know, I know he... Have, did you even see Endgame? I know you he don't really care anything. about it. Okay, okay, yeah, so, so this is us. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> we can geek out. Yeah, you can geek yeah. out. I, I, we already warned the listeners last week. We yeah. were talking about it this week. Okay, let's get it over with. Go ahead. Pl- yeah. Don't rush us, okay? Oh, no, you can't rush this. <laughs> this, this has been 11 years. Yeah, that's right. 22 movies in the making. Yeah. Okay? Oh, wait, 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 wait. We have one more question. One, one more? Is? Yeah, we have... Um, let me just read it here. Uh, what kind of print method do you use? Silk or heat pressed or anything like that? They're asking you. Uh, So... The sweater that Jason's wearing that you see right there, that is a combination of um, vinyl. So the sleeve is a vinyl, basic vinyl. The bunny is a 3D brick material, which is also a form of vinyl, but it has a thicker base to it, a uh, matte finish. What uh, do, they, do they know you as Lanky? What do they know you as? Matt. Lefty, they know Lefty. me as Lanky, they know me as Math. Okay, okay. So yeah, I know I'm as Lanky, right? So Lanky's wearing mm. uh, a screen print uh, that's yeah. basic uh, acrylics, whatever, paints and stuff like that. Uh, and I'm actually have embroidery, so this is embroidered um, embroidered material. So I use different things depending on what the design is. So like I felt that the bunny logo would look better if it had a material to it as opposed to just a print. Yeah. Uh, but I'm doing another crew neck sweatshirts, t-shirts, uh, zipper hoodies that have embroidered bunnies. So depending on the design, like this is embroidered, I'll use different materials. That's Depends, dope. like it's all Montreal or Toronto based. Let me also suggest uh, sleeveless hoodies and t-shirt hoodies, you know, for the summertime. Just throwing it out Sleeveless hoodies and t-shirts and hoodies. Okay, yeah. so I got to... Sleeveless hoodies. I mean, yeah, I, I've seen that no. before, but... No, <laughs> there are people that they're go actually, to the gym yeah. love yeah, sleeveless hoodies. Yeah, that's more gym wear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not only that, bro, like, I've seen people style that real fresh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll pay for the sleeveless hoodie, my yeah. friend. 
No, I'm not paid for plenty. I'm, I'm not even <laughs> mad at that because, like I said, my goal is to be everywhere. So I want to actually get as many audience and people hey, wearing it. So me I, in a sleeveless hoodie this color at uh, picnic, my friend. Oh, I was gonna you say you sound it. like a bully from the '80s. Yeah. <laughs> That's what used to wear. Oh, Trust me, wow. you know what I mean. Oh no, I'm with it. I'm, not, I'm with it. I'm not even mad at that. I'm just so, saying, I know where I take it. Yeah. No, I'm not just mad at that. It out there. I want to have as many pieces as possible. So, hey man, you're my brother, man. Yeah, I don't mind giving you ideas. Sleeveless hoodie for the okay. So yeah, let's so geek yes, out. now we can geek out. Oh yes, yeah. go ahead, geek. Mm. Oh man, this the piece de resistance. Yeah. Oh my God, what a yeah. fucking movie that and was! If they went for the head already. Oh, they went for the head. They went for the head. Oh my God! All right, before I just start rambling, Jason, do you want to kick this off? Because I'm already too excited. Yeah. Yeah, man. So I'm gonna let everyone know we're spoiling Endgame. We all saw it. Yeah. If you had a week, you had a week. We all saw it. Yeah. So if you don't want to. Listen, stop listening for the next 10 15 yeah, minutes. Just, just cut it now. <laughs> <laughs> That's Come back to us in so the yeah. description. We'll let you know where you can start listening again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, where did you see? Um, I kind of had an idea where it's gonna go. Yeah, it felt more like an Ant Man movie to me, which wasn't bad, which is not yeah. bad. And um, I like how it ended. It felt like the whole series ended. I was surprised Black Widow died, and I was kind of surprised Tony Stark died, but I imagine. Because it's Marvel, they're gonna come back maybe in the next five, six years. Well, Tony's gonna so. come back because of the holograms. He's he's yeah. essentially gonna become like a new Jarvis. I'm not Ooh. surprised he died though, because he's the one who started everything. I yeah. still think he'll come back. Yeah, I so I, I f- yeah. feel like they just did like a full circle thing with him. Black Widow dying was a bit surprising to me, just because we knew like she was gonna have a movie coming out, and they only announced after like this came out that it would be a prequel. Yeah. So, like, knowing that, okay, she died and they're like, it's going to be a prequel, I was like, okay, that's why, essentially, they're doing it this way. But it still was a bit of a shock. Yeah. Unless, like, you were, you heard the name of the planet they were going to, then you're like, oh, one of these two are going to die. Like, yeah. It had to be. I, when, I was, when I was watching the movie, I thought, oh, they have to go to Vormir. I'm like, hmm, is Captain America going to go there? Because he's yeah, going to see was, Red Skull. Well, that's the thing. Like, it, and I was it like, was all a matter of who's going to end up at Vormir. Like, who's going to go? And Wait, when yeah. those two went, I was like... No, yeah. wait, hold on. He had to return the 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 soul stone to Vormir, so he wouldn't he ultimately see him? We don't know what happens though. Mm. That's the thing. Because he know. had to return all the stones to keep the tie line for them intact. So he would have had to have seen him. He probably he had to go back, but we wouldn't we wouldn't the know. The thing about what the soul stone too, it's it's the only one that technically keeping it, nothing would happen. Because you can't give it back to bring her back to life. But then how would Gamora have died and like you know i mean he got the stone when he dropped her off in that Mm, timeline that's a good question so he has to bring it back creating a new timeline because of um no what i don't know (laughs) we just tripped ourselves out here yo i will think about that for a minute because remember when um gamora when she was in the soul stone she was there in the thanos's um paradise but we didn't see you know black widow in any type of way there was no mention of her after the fact so like, does she exist in the in that stone? Well, the Gamora, Gamora we saw is technically prior to Thanos getting it's like the stone. nine years, yeah, yeah. nine years yeah. before, that, which that, is that why she essentially like fucked off because her connection with all those like the Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. she never had that build up. Yeah, her only thing was connection with Nebula was like technically a rival and Thanos. So mm-hmm. Thanos being gone, her she just kind of fucks off. Yeah, so that's that's that Gamora. The second the first one dies. Yeah. She's, she's in the soul stone. She can't come back because she was in yeah. that soul stone that 
is a part of their timeline, which they can't reverse. So then where does Black Widow lie in their timeline in the Soul Stone? Black Widow is technically the Soul Stone. So if he gives it back, technically it's back on Vormir. Yeah. You can't get her back no matter yeah, what. But then she still exists in that Soul Stone? She technically would. Yeah. Yeah, because you can't get, like, they yeah. can't reverse whatever. You to get the soul stone, you need there. a soul. Yeah. yeah. So she's the only soul that's stuck in the soul stone, essentially. At this point. Yeah. No one never dies in this thing. I, that's why I said there'll be, there'll be most likely a chance they'll come back. Yeah. That's why I say, yeah, maybe Tony Stark will come back as a hologram, whatever. But, but person, I think yeah. maybe give it five years. Get him back for a shows. big. Get him back for a big. No movie. one really dies. What the <laughs> fuck am I? Well, Tony dead, man. <laughs> yeah, huh? he's dead in this timeline. That boy dead. <laughs> I bet that he's dead in this timeline, and I guarantee I'm, I'm putting it out there in four, five movies from now, he's gonna they're gonna go to a, a time travel. You will see him again. Yeah, maybe not in the, the same Tony. Tony It'll be like because, in the past. but like no, because in Captain America, uh, he stays. Remember, he stays uh, to with. Uh, I can't remember her name, Miss Carter. Yeah. So he stays with her, Maggie. creating a whole new timeline, still doing what he does, changing. Uh, Tony Stark's destiny. So in that timeline, he might not even be Iron Man. There might not even exist the timeline. Like Iron Man. we were talking about part, I do think. Well, we know for sure there is one timeline that got messed up because Loki managed to escape. Yeah, and we do know when the Disney streaming service comes out, there will be a Loki television show. Which yeah. that was their way of saying this is how we got this show. Yeah. Now you have like the regular timeline, which we know Captain America went past where he was supposed to go so that he could have his relationship with Maggie. I do believe that in some way, although it didn't affect their future, it affected their timeline. Yeah. So we're going to have to see what repercussions of him living out that life with Maggie does to their timeline, essentially. Yeah, like what villains do are created, what heroes are created yeah. from that. And that's when you can introduce, uh, they can actually introduce, I'm just saying it, Fantastic Four and X-Men in that timeline because it, yeah. they could be like, yeah, they didn't exist here because of the events of this didn't happen. Oh, it's a good way to just yeah. pop them in. Yeah, just like, hey, you know, you <laughs> yeah. thought you fixed things, but you still kind of screwed up a few yeah. things here and there. And now we know how to do time travel because of what you messed up and we're able to come through here and yeah. just switch a bunch of shit up. Phase four is going to be but nasty. Like though. I was saying, I, I feel like a villain that they should... Although we know Adam Warlock, like you mentioned to me before we jumped on the mic, yeah. I feel like with this whole timeline situation and the small mistakes they did trying to get the stones in the first yeah. place can lead towards them bringing us Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. And I feel like he would be a great person Too to obscure. have. Too obscure. You'll never bring him. Too obscure. No, it wouldn't be. T- dude, the whole fact that we had people like They're going to bring bigger people. And mm-hmm. fucking Ult- well, Ultron's not obscure, but we know they can create a story and they can create timeline of movies that will bring us there if yeah. kang were to come back it's gonna it's not gonna be in an avenger movie it's gonna be in the a regular simple movie no as i feel a, like it would have to be in connection to fantastic four as a but big, he's a big enough villain that you can create mm-hmm. especially since we know a lot of the things that's going to be happening in phase four will have to do with space like they're going there yeah. for me there's only two villains you can come up with after after thanos it's either you keep it grounded and you have Doctor Doom, yeah, 100%. or oh, I, yeah. or it's Galactus. It's one of the two. It has to be one of the two. I, Yo, that's going. I big. want <laughs> them to have Victor Von Doom above yeah. all else for sure. But do not give me him unless you thoroughly give yeah. us Fantastic Four. Let me find yeah. the, uh, you, like, no, yeah, like, no, no, like proper Fantastic like Four. Like you gotta like, really give us yeah a proper Fantastic Four 
really entrench them in the MCU. Yeah. So that way, when we start showing how badass Victor Von Doom is, it makes sense. Yeah, like his ego's got to be there. He's kind of can't yeah. be a punk character. Like, like there's a reason this guy in Secret Wars becomes a freaking god. Yeah, <laughs> like you know I mean, show or us at least the building blocks of how a man like that could become. Yeah. That, Speaking you of, because Yusef is in the, the chat, he was talking about um, Spider-Man with Matt Webb. That's a way you could probably introduce Doctor Doom and Fantastic Four. You could introduce them through Secret War. Yeah. yeah, and because Doctor Doom is in it. Um, yeah, Doom is one of like the Doom main is in it. Um, Fantastic Four is in it. <laughs> and who else? Who else is in it? Um, yeah, no, he does. X, some X Men are in it. Yeah, well, Secret Wars. It's pretty much a whole Marvel universe entrapment. Like even Thanos is a part of Secret War. Yeah, but it, because of the shit that goes gonna, down, they're going to change that around unless they do some oh. more time travel. Bullshit. I mean, if they want to throw that scene in with uh, Doctor Doom and. Thanos, I don't know if you guys know it. It'd be yeah, pretty dope. I think because you're saying it, and I'm, I, I think I know what you're like. I want to say it without saying it, just in case but it's like spoiler to people who are reading the comic. It's a comic. I mean, no, I mean the comic. Like, nah, you got time. <laughs> it's, everything's a spoiler at this point. Okay. Well, essentially, <laughs> Thanos gets his spine ripped out of his yeah, body by Victor Von Doom yeah. because he came and talking that hot shit. Being like, people understand how strong he is, man. And Thanos like at this nothing. point, like he had the power of the Eternals. Yeah. So like Victor Von Doom was just yeah, looks at Thanos like, yeah, you don't have the gauntlet anymore. Like you're not who you yeah. think you are. Oh, don't forget the Eternals is coming out. They're doing that too. Yeah. So you already know this is. I don't know how that's gonna. Oh, just so I don't know. I don't know how. Eternals are you guys gonna... done geeking yet? No. 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 Because <laughs> no. we kind of strayed away from the film itself. Yeah. 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 Tearjerker yeah. moments. Like, yeah. did, did anything Ooh. really have you in your feels? Uh, uh, I'm gonna say straight up, uh, that whole Tony funeral, the daughter, the hologram, everything at that point. Yeah. Man, I felt something holding right here in the corner of my eye. This wouldn't let go. Dude, from from the moment Spider Man was like, we did it. Yeah. We beat him. I Mr. knew it. Stark. We beat him. So I was like, oh, uh, you got this happening. <laughs> God damn it, Peter! You got me again. <laughs> Yo, why is he? Why is he so good at that? Why is Yo, he so good? He's he a great actor. The moments, Yo, man. He's he a real moments. good actor. He's a great Yo, actor. I was literally just looking at him like, well, first off, this is Pepper's moment. Move. Yeah. But second off, don't do this to yeah, me, no. man. <laughs> Yo, and I'm looking at uh, Captain America. I'm like, okay, Pepper handled like a boss, and I was like, you oh, know, oh my god, respect. She was just for like, that. you can rest now, and and I love the fact that that was like her last words to him because. His whole thing was being like the yeah. insomniac, like he's never anxiety, sleeping, yeah. PTSD. Like ever since the events that happened in New York, he has been struggling with his premonitions and what he saw. And because mm -hmm. he technically was the only person who saw space. how powerful Thanos' army was. Yeah. Because he went through that yeah. portal saw to that throw thing. the nuke at them. And on his way down, he's like, I'm dying, but I'm watching all this while I'm dying. Yeah. So for him to like, from that moment and everything he was doing to like put the shield around Earth. Yeah, that's why they didn't understand like what he means. Like, None okay, of them like, could understand it. Yeah. So and also his premonition. Oh. Remember with um, black, uh, not black widow, black widow. What's, it, what's her name again? Scarlet, Scarlet. Scarlet. Yeah. And then he saw that dream and he kind of foresaw like what was gonna happen. Yeah. He literally well, saw the doom of the Avengers. Yeah. And every, like the shield breaking, like everybody dead, yeah. and just being like, "Is this our fate?" You yeah. know. And and that just propelled his anxiety even more. Yeah. So. For him to essentially be that sacrifice that ended it all and brought down Thanos and yeah. saved the universe, it's like, yeah, your job's Ooh. done. I mean, that moment, uh, Captain America, Will and the Hammer, Ooh, oh, yo, yo. I kind of <laughs> saw that part coming to I knew they were going to do it because it, it was one of those things where yeah. we knew certain things from Infinity Gauntlet, like the comic book, had to yeah. come. 
And that moment, I remember, mm. like, in the theater, to myself, I, I go alone. Yeah. I'm sitting beside these two black guys, and on the other side, I had, like, these two French dudes. Yeah. Like, early on in the movie, we were kind of getting pissed off at the fact that, like, any little thing, people were, were shouting. Yeah. But at a certain point, we're just like, all right, now, like, the movie's going, we can get into it. Yeah. Literally, when we saw Thanos yeah, yeah. over Thor, and, like, he's pushing the axe into him, kind of like a callback to, like, the reverse of what happened before. Yeah. And being like... Oh shit! Like, is is this actually gonna go down? Yeah, no, yeah. And I'm saying like, all right, who, which one of you is gonna use the hammer? Like, I was where I'm like, which one of you is gonna call the hammer, or which one is gonna pick it up? Yeah. And when you just saw it fly and smack Thanos in the head, I'm like, okay, so we called it. Yeah. But when it went back, I was like, oh bitch, it's about to happen. <laughs> it's going down. You know, the black guy beside me is like, Captain, you motherfucker! Like, <laughs> he said it. the second you just see him go, yeah. ring. All of us, the whole yeah. row of us, are like let's fucking go. <laughs> like let's get don't it. even know each other. We all just get up and we're yelling like, oh, yeah. ah, let's fucking go. <laughs> Yo, this man smacked him up, dude. Right? I kinda, but I kind of so lit. I kind of saw it coming because when I saw Thor get the hammer back when he went back in time and time, like why does he need the hammer again? And I was like, oh, okay, I can see he's gonna use yeah. both or something's gonna happen. I and can see something. Yeah. Honestly, like such great writing too because that moment when you know Thor reaches out. And like rockets like kind of yeah. like <laughs> what is while. he doing? He's like it takes a little while. Like just these little moments that they yeah, have is like exactly because if you know about the series, if you've been yeah. following it, that <laughs> makes it more appreciative. Right? Yeah. If but, you don't watch it, eh. but my favorite part though with Cap yeah. is when he goes back into the elevator. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, he, says, he says Hail Hydra, <laughs> <laughs> which was like, another callback to yeah, the, the, the comics when he like that series that they had where he. Reveals himself as a Hydra, a secret agent, which was yeah. Weird, but then you have to fight him. That I love that because I'm like, all right. I, I was thinking like, what is he gonna do? Because of everything we know, are we gonna have a fight again? But we can't have that fight because you're gonna fuck up the timeline. Yeah. So the second he just goes, hail Hydra, was like, oh, you guys, are, Ooh, you cheeky bastard. bastards. <laughs> yeah. No, I, and the thing is, I didn't realize until after the fact. There's like Avengers assembled, like he never said it before, and I'm like, oh, that's true. We yeah. got cut off. We're like Avengers Assemble, yo. <laughs> Let's go. So Epi Epi said on, on chat that he figured he could lift it in Age of Ultron, but decided not to because it would have disrupted team dynamics. Well, I know that's, but that's crazy. The thing, he got it to shift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you, you look at his hands, he literally like lets it go. Like it wasn't even like a oh I can't do it. Yeah. It was just a straight up, it shifted and then boom, let yeah. it go. And I you mean, saw Thor's face too, just being like <laughs> Yeah, because he thinks he's the strongest Avenger. So yeah. like, to see that would be like, yo, my ego. Like, yo, man went limp. Thor, <laughs> the strongest Avenger. You know? Thor in this movie, um, even though they made him kind of overweight and everything like that, yeah. his personality is the best The one thing I found in this film that I really appreciated was because Paul Rudd, we know him in any movie he is. Yeah, now. He steals scenes. Yeah. Like, he will full on just take over a scene by doing his mannerisms, the way he just says his lines. Like, he's just so good at that. Yeah. But the fact that they were able, because of, like, they showed each of, like, the main Avengers that we know. Mm -hmm. They're grieving and the way they grieve. Yeah. And for what they turned Thor to, into from Ragnarok. Yeah. And have him now, it's like, he's grieving, he's sad, but he's still technically himself. So he's like, yeah, you know, like, it's, we can't do anything about it. It's done. So I'm just going to drink, play Fortnite with my boys. Yeah. This is my life now. You know, it's like, there's nothing more I can do. But he still had that, like, there's an underlying optimism. Yeah. 
and that's where his like comedic self was coming through where you know looking at him all pudgy and he's like yeah. yeah but you know what i did with that axe right <laughs> i killed thanos with it <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i was like did you kill thanos with that axe <laughs> just like kind of remind i was like i still am who i am even though i'm not who i am yeah you know? exactly i really appreciated them showing just how each and every single one of them was trying to cope with the fact that half yeah. the universe is essentially wiped out yeah Brilliant's gone, man. But then the best scene. Really, is, more? Yes, last I'm sorry, Jamali, but uh, <laughs> this is a cultural phenomenon, yeah. okay? Like I said, 11 years, 22 movies in the making. I yeah. give you guys 11 minutes of my life that I'm never getting back. <laughs> and here That's you horrible. are being so great and so wonderful. I mean, let's give no, us another four real quick. The best, <laughs> the best scene, obviously, I think everyone can imagine all of them coming together on that one screen and kept saying Avengers Assemble. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was That's the moment. That was so boss, man. That That's so a lot bad. of motherfuckers on that screen. When <laughs> he's just like, Cap, Cap, are you there? Yeah. On your left. I was like, yo, can I call back? You bastard. See Black Panther come out the portal with everyone. Oh, that was so Another thing, like you said. And you know who's really underrated but was really good? Two people. Hawkeye and Nebula. Oh, yeah. Really good in this movie. Yeah. Hawkeye and Nebula. Like, I, I love that they really they gave Nebula an arc in this that yeah. is appreciative, you know? And even though it's like you had like a clone or, or a double of her, mm -hmm. but just showing. Yeah, Bro. when she was with Thanos, even though she wasn't as good as Gamora, she was still ruthless as fuck. Yeah. Like she was still somebody that you couldn't just take lightly. Yeah. And then knowing Nebula, who's literally trying to change who she is. And trying to essentially rebrand herself and yeah. be a better person than she was with Thanos, you got like a very complex look of the mind of Nebula and and what makes her so enjoyable and respectable. Yeah, and that's what I really love what they did with I her mean, in this film. I'm looking forward to Asgardians and, of the Galaxy, dude. Hawkeye, Three. just <laughs> that's what I'm Hawkeye looking going rogue and just Freaking killing Ronan because he lost his family. Freaking man, Ronan. Oh, man. Yo, actually, he, yeah, wait, who called himself? Did he call himself Hawkeye or? He called his daughter Hawkeye. Yeah. Well, technically, the only time in the film, or I think in the cinematic universe Hawkeye's ever referenced, was towards him saying it to his daughter. Yeah. Because the only other time he's ever been called Hawk anything was in the first Avengers. Yeah. Where they're like, where's Clint? And they're like, oh, you mean the Hawk? And yeah. he was like all the way at the top of the porch, like watching everything that they were doing. You yeah. Know? That's the only other time they've ever said Hawk or Hawkeye. Yeah. Which is, Which is crazy. wild to think about. And I'm it's like, something that you just completely miss. Yeah, like the man's name is Chris. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> Chris with the arrow. Like, yeah. like, oh, like that's that all they ever would call him. Yeah, man. Where the hell did Jason go? Bathroom, I guess. Bathroom? Bathroom break? I don't blame him. Yeah, no, because it's going to get hey, long. But I, it's I think amazing you to... guys like talk about this. They're like, it's real life. And, you know, this shit happened. <laughs> no, it's real, it's man. It's so fucking. It's a moment. It's no, fascinating. It's... I'm just sitting here and I'm yeah. just like. Look, these man. guys are talking yeah, about this shit me. like it's on like news and these are like it a universe they live in. Hours of it didn't even feel like three hours. No, not, not even all. close. Not at all. Not mm. at all. Like I mean, I've seen all the Iron Man movies. I've seen most of the Spider Man movies. <laughs> Spider Man for sure. Or whatever, bro. <laughs> My man switched. Plural. Up. Yeah, well, there was, Plural. there was multiple actors, yeah. right? That yeah, Spider Man. Series. Spider Man is correct. Yeah. Um. I, I love X Men. X Men's a dope. I like all. Of, I like watched every last one of those. Oh, they got but, the uh, Dark oh, Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. Out. I don't know, man. They're struggling with that one. I can but, tell you for a fact, it's not good. Look, yeah, I, I don't they, expect they it to like, be. Uh, I don't expect it to be phenomenal. I'm just, I'm just gonna watch it because I have been watching them, 
I'll yeah. probably watch it on like I a Tuesday to, or a yeah, matinee. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Tuesday for sure. No, it's not an opening night. Yeah, 100%. that's what it is to me. It's not I'm like chilling. I'm not like, gonna spoil it because I've seen a good majority of it. Okay, so so seal your tongue. No, 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 no. Don't, it, wait, it's, it could be worse than Last Stand. Okay, good. It could last be worse. Stand, which one? That one. X three. No X. Oh yeah. X three. Yeah, X three was the other Phoenix one. Look, as long as it's better than Apocalypse, I'll be okay. I didn't like that Apocalypse at all. That was just. If it's better than Apocalypse, I'll be okay. Because Apocalypse, how much movies? Uh, my favorite for X Men. X Men villain. Six, six. Uh, no, no, but like I'm talking about whatever you guys were talking about. Botched him completely. You guys Marvel? were talking about the oh, whole MCU? Marvel. About That's 22? 22. That's 22 for Marvel. For, for in the last 11 years. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, 22 movies. Iron Man came out yesterday, two days ago. How many uh, hours is each of those movies? Uh, two, roughly two, two hours, two hours plus. Endgame is the longest one. So you guys yeah. lost two days of your life. No, 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 I no, didn't no, lose. no. I gained uh, <laughs> a better a great life. investment. <laughs> I'm a better man because of it. A great investment, yeah. and they're actually coming out with a full like Blu-ray Ooh. of Phase One, Two, and Three, all 22 Stacked movies, up. all behind actually, the no, scenes. No, that, that doesn't make any sense then, because the last Phase Three movie would be Far From Home. That's the last one. No, I think they're they're saying Far From Home is going to be a part of Phase Four. That will make no sense. In the start, yeah, mm-hmm. no sense. I sure? think they're saying Endgame is literally the end of the phase. That's what I heard yeah. about from when I was reading up on this box collection. They said Phase. The end of phase three was Endgame. So maybe we get surprised and they say Far From Home is a part of it. I don't know. But from what I was reading up from the box set, they said it's from Iron Man all the way up till Endgame. So that's, yeah. Beginning of Iron Man, the end of Iron Man. Right there. There you go. Actually, you know what's messed up about that? Shouldn't Incredible Hulk be the first one? (laughs) Technically. (laughs) Yo, that's messed up. It technically should be. Well, no. um, Hulk came out after Iron Man. No, no. Incredible Hulk was before that. It's the first one. So Hulk and then Wait. Incredible Hulk, then Iron Man. Oh, you mean yeah, you're, the you're Ang think- Lee? No, one. not Ang Lee. You're talking about the other one, the one with uh, my man. Uh, what's his name? Why am I blanking on his name? Oh. American History X. Edward yeah, Norton. Ed, no, Edward Norton. Yeah, you right. That came out after Iron Man. No, before. I guarantee. I put after. my life on it. I, I put my life on it. Because Iron I, I mean, Man's in on. it. I, I put my Apex Legends score on it. Put it that way. Iron Man's in it. Yeah. <laughs> Iron, Man, he, he's, Iron Man's in it though. Yeah, at the end. Because the movie came out after. Nah, you're lying to me. I no, swear <laughs> to God, I'm telling Why you. Why are you guys arguing? Go- Literally, we got it. the internet. Wait, hold we on. Got Google the internet. We, we, what are you Googling? Because I honestly can't remember. I remember perfectly. You yeah. could check out when Iron Man came out and Matthew check when Hulk came out. Iron yeah, Man came out in 2008. 2008. Which one? Iron Man. The, yeah, the Incredible Hulk. It's June of 2008. Yeah. And Iron Man came out earlier. Oh, that's messed up. But was it supposed one to be month Hulk before? First? That's why I got confused. It was one month before. Wasn't yeah, it Hulk? Like back, they were essentially first? back to no, back. No, it, uh, it, no, it was Iron Man came out first. I yeah. didn't realize that. They were literally like back to back. Yeah, yeah. one month apart. <laughs> got a mix. Yeah, up. no one remembers that movie. Yo, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't put my Xbox. <laughs> okay put my Xbox it, was. it wasn't bad. It wasn't yeah, it wasn't bad. bad. It was okay for what it, it was. It was too much of like, um, they tried to make it too espionage even though it's it's a simple story of man versus self. Yeah. You know, like all like the running around trying to cure himself and, you know, like I got to see this person in this country and do this. And now they're chasing, like, just stick to, he's a scientist who's trying to cope with the fact that he has a monster inside of him and the government's trying to capture him. That simple. Yo, I got one last thing. I don't want to keep you though, but we didn't talk about Professor Hulk and how y'all felt about him. Cool. I I like him that way. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I loved it, man. I like him that way. And the one thing I... his sweaters. <laughs> yo, yo, yeah, the sweater game was on point, huh? Yo, I, I'm going to make a Pure Lux exclusive of that, boy. Something. The 10 XL. I'm telling you. But uh, the one thing they, uh, I noticed, you know when you use the um, Infinity Gauntlet, 
how his arm didn't heal how long later. I'm thinking it's because he's not using the full capacity of Hulk. He's not able to tap into that extra Yeah, gamma. I think it was a mix of that plus the fact that although he was like, I should be able to survive it because it's gamma rays, yeah. if anything should be able to damage him, it's gamma rays. Gamma, yeah. You know, it's like the thing that creates you is the thing that can also destroy you. So I think that's why in, it took him that much longer to really just hone in and focus. And then when it hit him, he was like damn near knocked out for like so long. Yeah. Until like the building started crashing down. Yeah, because uh, based on my understanding of uh, Professor Hulk is that he, in order to maintain the balance between the two, he can only rage and get to yeah. a certain point. And what allows Hulk to be as strong as he is is that he, he, he in his no, mind, yeah. knows no limits. So yeah. if he was able to still be able to think, then he couldn't use the Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, he couldn't use it because yeah. he's just raging. No clear thought of what he's trying to use exactly. it for. So no it's like, conscience. I just have the gauntlet. I'm going to beat you up with it. Like drunk <laughs> Thor trying to be like, no, I'll you know? do it. I'll do it. Like, but yeah. sit down. <laughs> Trust me. He may have been strong <laughs> enough. I'm the strongest Avenger. The man's going to fuck up and, and call him the wrong thing. Like, God damn it. <laughs> Jamal, you don't want to hear, you don't want to go into the chat that Keith is talking smack. What did he say? <laughs> you want me to say what he said? I forgot to jump back. Yeah, go on. Go on. What a great luck, movie, the man. The Pure Luck X Hulk is going to be the only clothes Jamal can wear. This guy's <laughs> okay. disrespectful. You know what? <laughs> He's such a hater. <laughs> disrespectful. He's it's such okay. a hater. Akeem He's going to get back. He's going to get him. Jamal's going to get back anyways. I'm not going to get back, you know. I don't believe <laughs> See, I'm black on black violence. There's only one we ever need to say when it comes to Akeem. Learn how to eat a burger. You got the chipmunk cheeks, but we love you. Shout out to Broski. LOL, you got jokes. <laughs> keep playing, keep playing. <laughs> Jamal, like, oh, I'm going to see you when I see you. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not going to see him. I mean, he's supposed to be a comedian. That's not a funny joke. I mean, that's just like the obvious thing to say. I'm the biggest one on screen. So, you know, that's why, you know, hopefully. His career get lifted off. You hear what he's saying? You play it out, son. You gonna you gonna take that? He's not oh, even man. played out. He's washed <laughs> out before nah, he even I, got. I support everyone here, <laughs> so I want to make sure y'all still cool. Oh yeah, me, me and the team's cool. Hey, cool. I'm not picking sides, man. No, I'm just cool. poking the bear. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> all right, man's playing huh? Loki right now. What did he say? We could be done geeking out for now because we'll we'll get you into a topic that's uh, more suited for you. What? Yeah. Huh? Game of Thrones. No, <laughs> fuck out of here. There's no I was about to say, I'm, I'm out of here at that. I don't yeah, know. No that. There's no <laughs> fucking Game of Thrones talk mm-hmm. today. No, I'll, I'll have my own exclusive game. Yes, game please. You do that shit on your own. Separate podcast. Yeah. If you thought I could talk about Marvel, man, <laughs> no. my friend. There's going to be a new rule on this motherfucker. Talk. There's no more Game of Thrones <laughs> shit being thrown around. Because one of the greatest episodes ever. I don't give a fuck. At this point... The conversation is supposed to be inclusive. I felt right. excluded for the last All right, so we'll 30 include you. We'll include you Should we now, do some though. would we'll you rathers? You. you know, we, we've geeked out. Maybe we could just make some fun atmosphere stuff. Should we do some would you rathers? And no, anyone, we got we to gotta give Jay-Z his prop no, first. Also, no, also, yeah. You know what? You're absolutely chat. right. There's a lot of shit we got to do. absolutely was, right. Do you want to lead in the chat, way on that? Ask questions because uh, then we'll answer them. Anyone has questions in the chat, you can answer them. And uh, I literally just jumped out the chat because I was about to. Well, I have it here. Don't worry. If anyone asks something, I could just bring it up. Cool. All right. Let me uh, line up my uh, things here. 
Hi, I'm Mel. And I'm Sass. And we're the host of The Last Stretch, a sports podcast. It's a podcast where we're going to talk about, well, sports. Specifically, what we do look at is what makes an athlete be the best that they can be. So not only do we talk to some athletes, but we talk to the people behind the athletes, from trainers to sports psychologists, you name it, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about other issues revolving sports as well, hot button issues like concussions, maybe doping. Give us a listen. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Aaron Lakoff, host of Changing on the Fly, a brand new podcast on the Upford Network. Changing on the Fly is a podcast that dives deep into the intersections between hockey and social justice. We take on issues of sexism, racism, and homophobia on the ice. You'll hear from athletes, activists, fans, scholars, and even musicians who love hockey but want to keep the jerks out of the game. Think Colin Kaepernick or Serena Williams, but with skates and less teeth. It's your perfect antidote to Don Cherry and Coach's Corner. Hey Don, what do you think of changing on the fly? Not the left-wing, pinkle media, bleeding hearts guys. What are you, nuts? Anyways, you can find Changing on the Fly wherever you get your podcasts, or visit us online at changingontheflypodcast.wordpress.com. So yeah, excuse me. We do got to give a shout out to, uh, or not a shout out. Ugh. Rest in peace. Oh, Who? John Singleton. John Singleton. Singleton. I already yeah. know. Oh wow. Got to give a, an RIP to John Singleton. You know, that's heavy. Youngest director, youngest black director to ever be nominated for an Oscar. Made Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood. Twenty three years old, if I'm not mistaken. Has given us countless classics. Mm-hmm. Tough loss, tough loss, yeah, man. Bro, when you look back at his uh, filmography and you look at how many firsts he put on the on the screen, like Ice Cube, uh, Regina King, you're looking at Morris Chestnut, Chestnut yeah. Yeah. you're looking at uh, Cuba Gooding Jr., Jr. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne, when he actually changed his name to Lawrence, not Larry Fishburne, right. you know, he really got his black card in that movie, right. yeah. K- dropped gem, gentrification. You're talking about giving a start to Tyrese. Dude, he was talking about gentrification. Gentrification, you got it. No, you got it. Gentrification. (laughs) (laughs) Back in like what was it? Like early nineties. Yeah, ninety three. So like, and like the fact that it's still something that today we're we're prevalent and and relevant to make sure we don't allow to happen to us in certain spaces. You know, it's man. Boys in the Hood was one of the most gangster movies I've ever seen. It's the most gangster movie without being too gangster. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just it was just so real. I hate when people say that because I don't think it was a gangster movie. I think it really was a movie that was full of information, yeah. but people put the whole gangster shit above it. Yeah, and it well, it, yeah, they they put it above because they didn't. The thing that he did really well was he used the the gang lifestyle because you can't really have that type of story of L.A. without acknowledging the fact that the things that make this part of L.A. move is the gang lifestyle, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I just think he depicted real life in an area. I don't like the, the use no, of and, gang. And that's like what I mean. Like it, gangster it's, rap. it's one of those yeah, things information. Where, I think when you use the word gang to it, in our and, in this day and age, it takes away it takes And that's away why from we it. really, we got to do our due diligence in letting people understand, like, especially when we recently spoke about Nipsey Hussle and everything he was doing, right. what he did as a gangster was the literal literal interpretation of what a gangster is supposed to be. 
you right. are there to not just protect your community, but help build back. your community. Right. You're giving back. You're making sure that a path is set for right. the people who aren't in that life. They can get their shit done and not fear from anything that's outside forces, as well as everything that you get, you give back. Yeah. So when I say like they use, or at least he used, John Singleton used the gangster portion of LA and, and that, right. which yeah. is very much prevalent. It's something you can't mm. escape when you're talking about these neighborhoods, right. yeah. but used it to elaborate why this information is so important. Yeah. I, I think he did. Crazy. I just don't like the hood at least. I, I just don't like the fact really well. that that word in our culture today has such a heavy negative connotation mm. and it, it takes away from the essential yeah, it's, it's value a shame that, that it does. But at a certain point, we got to remind people of the realities. And look, we know that there is gangs out there that aren't that way. Like, yeah. And it's not just in LA, it's all over. No, no, like, there's yeah. gangs that strictly go or make that bond because they want to do illegal activity. They don't give a fuck about giving back. It's all about them. And and that's a reality yeah. in itself. But if we're going to talk about that reality, let's talk about the other reality. Right. Yeah. And let's make sure we, we keep it balanced. Like that, us in front of the mics, that's our job. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. And um, whew, don't forget higher learning. All right, yeah, I, mean, I literally want film. to like pull out the whole list. No, I can pull out the Didn't list. I know what? poetic justice. Poetic I justice. About to put say Tupac that. there with Diane Jackson. Actually, I honestly film. forgot he that he did, he's directed uh, a few episodes of Too Fast, Too Furious. Right. Put Paul, uh, uh, put Paul Walker and Tyrese together. Brought Luda onto the scene. He legit yeah. created the Fast and Furious. If you literally look at it, like yeah. without him putting those central characters into the movie, we wouldn't have had the series the way it is now. Right. And man, I'm bro. And just like Snowfall, bro. Come on. Just to say, like, just some of the more recent. He, did the, he, the he hasn't Snowfall, done yeah. everything for, but he's directed a few. Like he's directed three episodes on Snowfall. And he's, directed he's directed on Billions. He's directed wow. on Rebel, American Crime Story. He's directed on Empire. He's directed on just to name like some of the stuff he's done. Thirty for Thirty. Oh come on, Hustle and Flow. Oh yeah, Hustle come and on. Flow. Yeah, and like Four Brothers, Two Fast oh, and Furious, wow. like you said, That's Baby true. Boy, Brothers. which I'm not a big fan of, but put, put he Andre did that. In the scene, Shaft. Like, Rosewood, oh like yeah, the, shop was look, a dope ass movie. Yeah, I can keep going down this list. <laughs> yeah, like like, the but I think is, you guys get it. But the thing is, what he did is that he really worked with his community. He really worked with a lot of black entertainers, yeah, right. and like you can see that he touched in different well, areas. Well, he was the he's the only. There is a agency that is literally in Crenshaw, the only one in Crenshaw that yeah. looks for talent. Yeah, you know, looks for actors, looks for people who want to be a part of like the film industry based in Crenshaw, and it was his another situation of giving back to your community and yeah. if you base yourself with your people and you base yourself in the community that help big you up you're able to give back and you're able to put all these people on the map in a mm -hmm. way that we look at so many of the people that we respect in film and in television and a vast majority of them have at some point in time had some type of working relationship yeah. with john singleton that's helped propel them yeah. So, oh, baby boy. How can I not say baby boy? Oh yeah, baby boy. Come on, Snoop Dogg, yeah, his yeah. first role. Like you know, it's like oh, it, it's wasn't that Tyrese for one of Tyrese's that, biggest roles uh -huh. too, right? No, that, because that, uh, that came out before Too Fast to Furious. Exactly. So it was Baby Boy, then uh, I'm quite too sure fast it came out before Furious, Too Fast. And then, so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so it baby did. Boy, Too Fast, Too Furious, and then uh, Four Brothers. So yeah. him and Tyrese, like he They've done he, a lot he, together after man. Tupac passed because um, Baby Boy was for Tupac. Yeah. You know, what I mean, he's looking for it. And Tyrese just had that. I don't know how Baby Boy's soundtrack was sounding with Tupac on that uh, chorus, but the point is, 
He gave him that role. He saw some in him, which allowed him to feed his family. Allowed him. To I mean, to he wasn't literally every yeah. Fast and the Furious thereafter. Yeah, that's yeah. the point. Like, imagine that. Like a movie that you did and the second one, Too Fast to Furious is the most cultured one. Like wow. there are many Tokyo. franchises yeah, that that's culture hit. Like you just say Fast, Fast and Furious. Yeah, and people know what you're talking about. Well, you know that's fast. why Tyrese was angry at The Rock when The Rock was holding up everyone's. Thing. Uh, They're just waiting for him because it's like you're stealing money from the people who actually need to work. And Tyree's been know, on I understand. That. Was, that was look, I understand Tyree's gripe, but understand at the same time, like, bro. As big as this franchise is, you add the rock to it. it it's a whole other level. Like we're going like, like and and understand too. Like you might be mad that he's doing that, but there's a reason that the franchise tapped him on the oh, show. Oh, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm not saying you the know? Rock is bad or anything, but I'm saying is. But he was mostly mad that there was a spinoff coming. That was because before. that's a part of the Fast and Furious franchise that wasn't going to incorporate many of the original Fast and Furious people. That's yeah. fine. Let, and it's let, like, what are you complaining about? Let, let like, them do their own thing and you yeah. guys keep on Fast like, and Furious. How are you going to be mad at him that this is happening? It's not his fault that they're like, we want to do a spinoff with you. Yeah, because like, he didn't seem to realize that like Fast and the Furious, even Tokyo Drift was a spinoff of the original. Yeah, like, they were. Like, they've already and tried the worst that. in the franchise. Yeah, exactly. So they tried that. They're like, it's not working because that character... Came out of nowhere. Best scene in that movie, Bow Wow getting beat up. Oh, yo, Bow Wow. All Japan. We never heard of Bow Wow again, right? Or was he one of the movies? <laughs> no, what was no Bow Wow? he was not. He was the only oh. one. Yo, they even took the, my Asian boy. They got him out the film. <laughs> like, oh, yo, we need him. The only, <laughs> Get one him they, out. the only one they brought back was the... Uh, the, the country boy. Yeah, country grammar. <laughs> they brought all him Japan. back. No, but they also... Actually, no, the Asian dude was all the, the Yeah, they kept Han. They took Bow Wow. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, they need Han. They're like, Han... It was the other one, the one who got like died in the car. Yeah, we, don't yeah. need him. we don't need him. <laughs> oh my god, he's gone. <laughs> yeah, but Han is like, yeah, you good. Let's put country grammar real. But quick. I mean, fast. Yeah. Uh, the the Tokyo Jeff is where Han actually died, right? Uh, in in yeah. that movie, yeah, and he then died. They did the other ones as prequels. Prequels, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Han, the Han died yeah. in that movie because they knew they messed up. They're like, he's a good character. Where yeah, because kill everybody was like, first off, <laughs> yeah. you fucked up with this movie. Second off, you killed a good character. Exactly. They're like, yo, what, what are you doing? This? But I mean, it did make like, sense when you, you watch all of that build up, especially when like, even when they brought back the, um, what's her name. Michelle Rodriguez? Yeah, Michelle Rodriguez's yeah. character. They realized they fucked up in some major way. Yeah. And it was like, but it was still good. It was entertaining to, because like I felt bad when Han died. I was like, wait, yeah, why, why didn't Bow Wow die? You know what no, I mean? Like, I he should, like, you know what I mean? Like, could have put him in the street, street, just walking and let him get not hit. Not even. Like, <laughs> Han should have just creeped out and, you know, Bow Wow should have just stayed in there and burnt. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I, I mean, I, when we say Bow Wow, we mean the character. We the don't character, mean actual Bow Wow. We don't mean the like, person. Yeah. His name. yeah, exactly. We don't remember his name because that's how... Ghost to show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, we don't know. We know Han. We don't know Country Grammar. We don't know Bow Wow. <laughs> Who are you again? Even Vin Diesel had to make an appearance just to save grace. Like, yeah. Oh, my man, God. But I'll never forget Han the first time we saw that movie. And Vin outside Diesel, the movie theater... I am Groot. Yo, you don't remember outside the movie theater? Everyone was trying to like drift and all that with their big ass heavy cars, <laughs> not realizing like there's a technique to it. Yeah. People were fucking up in the parking lot. Cars tilted. <laughs> you see, that's what I miss from Fast and Furious. I like the car yeah, when the it first car, came I mean, out and the whole racing, drag racing. That's yeah. what I love. Now it's just jumping out of the uh, the Dubai Tower and shit. I'm like, what the fuck it's is this? It's a billion dollar franchise now. Every movie makes hey, a billion, so they're like, look, you know, when it comes to that that series, I don't want reality. I don't want logic. Mm. I want fast cars. I want Michael Bay explosions. And I want <laughs> half-naked women. 
Yo, for like five seconds. Like, they don't show that I much want. anymore. They don't show, that's what it's about. They don't even yeah. show that much cars yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like the, when the women, it's like a quick little scene. Like they put All in between I need and that's is it. five seconds throughout. Yeah. Wow. And then yeah. blow things up, drive really fast. Someone mm-hmm. bring a tank because you need a tank. Yeah, out of nowhere just because, you know. <laughs> drop the tank out of a plane because <laughs> fuck reality and logic. Yeah. Just make that shit no, happen. They started out with the, the wrecking ball. That's when you knew. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> something a little weird with this series. Like, but I, like I will suspend every single ounce of reality yeah. and logic for Fast and Furious. No, it was yeah. the, the weird one was in Too Fast and Furious when he comes off the, what is that, the port and then literally drove his car into oh, the yacht. That's the weirdest <laughs> like, thing to you? That, that to me was like the you stupidest see? thing. But that's the weirdest thing to you and I. Look, John Singleton, ask, but, but ask yourself, how fire was that? Exactly. John Singleton like, like I could yo, do anything. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> how fire was that though? Yeah. Bro, it was like so predictable. <laughs> but how yeah. fire was that though? There you go. That car shouldn't even have made it to the back of the boat. You, you know see? what I'm saying? Like, Jason, how fire was that though? Fire? Let's go. You know? <laughs> the best thing about that was the ejector seat when they're like tossing people out the car yeah. with the button and stuff like that. That was cool. But that, that car should never make nah, it. Dude, suspend your reality for some entertainment. It's yeah. like Sharknado. Oh, I love that. Look, love that, that movie no, but makes I mean, a lot of absolutely us- no sense. But how good is that movie? But I mean, a lot of the other parts of the movie was dope. Like, I like when they all went into the garage and then like 50 fucking cars just come out going all directions. That's what we want, man. And I could just remember that scene with Luda's. Well, that one, Luda was hot too, right? No. No, and Luda, Luda had the afro, afro. You know, too fast for y'all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's I don't like care. The Burberry fucking We know why yeah, we ram. came here, okay? But I'm telling you now, I'm going to take your best moment and I'm going to raise you one. Best moment in the movie is when uh, my boy Paul hit with that little flare. Uh, I got mine, cuz. Yo, now I was like, yo, real LA. I'm like, yo, you got flavor? <laughs> Only movie they had, you had flavor. No other movie did he get uh, that flavor back. I'm like, I, I need that. <laughs> not hitting, hitting Tyrese with the cuz. <laughs> I mean, since we're here, which, which one is your favorite one? Cuz? <laughs> no, uh, favorite movie. Yeah. Which Fast and Furious is your favorite one? The four first one. Four four. First one. First one. Four, it's either four or five for me. I like the first one. I think that had a lot of, like, I don't know. I think it was more, I, I think I enjoyed the you first one. You know why I like the first one? Because that's when Need for Speed Underground came out. Oh, and that's was one of the, the best racing baddest games. shit game all time. Need for Speed Ooh, 2 Underground? Undergr- oh, crazy. man. Don't get me started on it. Crazy. Yo, that for game, hours. We will be here for three hours. Right? Yo, cause, cause <laughs> the first Underground was a great racing game, but the second with yeah. the open world, Underground I'm just, just driving. Drag I'm not doing anything. Just drag racing. Yeah. But so like. The one thing I didn't like about the first Underground, when you were driving, the car didn't really sway. Yeah. The car just kind of stayed in place. Yeah, and if yeah. you turned, it turned. But like in the second one... Because they brought in the drifting and all that Yeah, stuff. man. Ooh, remember, remember the one you had to uh, keep drifting? And yeah. Like, <laughs> so you had you get to get a certain amount of drift points in yeah, order to like Yo, that game? Ah, that is Midnight, Midnight Club. That's what caused a lot of accidents. Yeah, it <laughs> takes me back. <laughs> Midnight Club accidents. 1 and 2. Midnight Club 2, I should say. That was another oh, yeah. one. That's so that's, that bad. era, like the PlayStation 2, that era... That's what it was, and that's why that's why I like fast the first one because the first one was really about cars, yeah. souped up cars, building your car, and yeah. that's what I like. Then after it just started going way, way too crazy. But so I think yeah. people just like fe- forget what it was about. It was about racing. It was about mm-hmm. pushing, testing the limits, and everybody was complaining about the storyline. Yeah, like the, the storyline was just a bonus to like just yeah, great driving. The, Come on, the first time he went under the car like yeah. that, like yo. That was crazy. You know what I mean? Like, I think it was dope. I just hate the fact that they kill characters on that. 
Because like some yeah. of them were just like, no, no, not him. Yeah. Or like um, Han's girlfriend died in uh, the oh, seven, the, right? Yeah, yeah. When the, her plane there. Plane, yeah. And they're just like, fuck. She was, she was a sweet like we're just happy that Michelle Rodriguez came back. Yeah. Oh. And then this one goes and like, well, no. I didn't know how much I needed her until she came back. And I was like, <laughs> oh, man. And when she didn't that. have her memory? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 no, fuck I me up, man. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's, fuck that, me that, up. Is that the fourth or fifth one? She don't know that's who you are? One. That's what I mean. I like that one a lot, though. I, I don't know if it's the best, but that's my... Right now, that's what I can think of. I that's remember the fifth that. one, right? Yeah. yeah well, they had so to because that was right after Tokyo Jeff, right? So good. No, Tokyo no, Jeff no, was that, the third one. That's the third one and fourth. So we have uh, Fast Four. The fourth one was... Fast, fast Five, Fast Four, Fast and Furious Four. Uh, what was the fourth one? The one there where Honestly, a lot of the plots kind of mixed Paul together. Paul Walker was the, uh, the the police guy and he was chasing the people and all the dumb shit. <laughs> sounds like all of them. Yeah, it really, like, it really does sound Dude, like all of them. Fast and Furious yeah. the first one. Yeah, that's why I know, you know? It's, it's because fast after, after, yeah, after, after Too Fast and Furious, he was still a law enforcement was officer. Was for the first time um, that English actor, what's his name? Jason Bond or whatever Jason Jason Statham, Statham. was he the, was that the first time he showed up? No, uh, that's not five. That's five. It was in five. Okay, yeah. I'm trying to remember four. Because you remember, essentially, that's what I'm saying. It's so con- it's it's confusing because supposedly he was the one who hit um, Hans' car in yeah. the, at the intersection. Yeah. Um, but I think that I, wasn't it. But we didn't see him in Tokyo, Jeff. We no, just we saw the hit exactly. I think and it was then, at the end and, of four, and then four that they that show that. Yeah, that sh- they show that. But then it, they expanded on it in in what was it? The one when they went to Brazil. They uh, went to Brazil, and that's not five. Yeah, I'm quite sure five was the one they went to. Brazil. Right, and I think that's yeah. when they showed it at the end, end, end. Okay, yeah. They expanded when everybody kind of like. God damn! I gotta start it from the beginning. Man. Yeah, I'm not even re- gonna bother. I'm not gonna bother. What? What? I can't deal with Fast and Furious. Anymore. I can't. This guy. Suspend. Come on. Reality. You well, know what? I used to like feel you after three, but now I'm in it. No, well, I give, s- me, give me Hob and Shaw. Give me all no. of yeah, Tokyo, I'm ready. I'm ready. Tokyo like, Drift pissed me off. Idris Elba's going to be mean, in this new one, too. That's the reason why I want to watch it. But, but I mean. Boy, come on. Turn up Charlie. What? I'm ready for Turn Up Charlie. Let's go. You know what I mean? <laughs> No, Tokyo Drift pissed me off because I was like, "No, it didn't." Look, we all look. It pissed me off. No, all no Tokyo Drift can be skipped. Yeah. No, it pissed it's me not off. about skipping. Like you guys, like you have to take the whole thing. Yeah. Just like how you guys take all those fucking whack Marvel yeah, movies right, together. He's right. He's right. Like it plays a part. Look, and why, I think, why you gotta say it's fucking whack? Because you guys com- commented on some of these movies being whack, but then you guys talk no, about I've it. I said you fuckers light up like a Christmas tree. Yeah. Hey, all I'm saying is a lot of Asian people are offended. Because they see in the white dude coming beating people oh, that in guy drifting. Jin, that guy just coming up. He in just the came air. out of nowhere and started drifting like crazy. Why are they yeah, mad like, though? Huh? Why like, are they mad? The fuck! How could he? Yeah, how could he? In what two weeks? He drives pickup trucks yeah. and muscle cars. Like really? I mean, <laughs> things are fucking possible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not. Po- it's not <laughs> like the strange. Come on, he yeah. learned all of his powers in like one month. I mean, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, and I mean, hands. like you did, you do see progression, <laughs> you know, you do see progression Please. in him trying, and Please. you know when he was on the war. I played enough. Like, I played enough initial D to know. Look, that it's like I said, master drifting in two weeks. But you can't yeah. master a lot of shit. But you guys watch it and enjoy it. I don't think Tokyo Drift was that bad. Of we a need story. to acknowledge that he said 
from playing video games. That's right. how he knows it's not easy to master. Right. Yeah, that's right. Because right. you don't know the clicking. You don't understand. Yeah. Hey, I'm playing on real streets I, I in Japan. Love, initial I love his <laughs> optimism of, <laughs> I'm playing on real I've done streets. enough in a video game yeah. to let me know how it is in reality. Yo, right. I, I thought, but I, with that, suspend I, I thought reality. I knew how to drive manual because of the damn video game. I thought, yeah, I did it in the Underground too. Manual is easy. It's it clicking. Nope. Shift. Like, wait, gears <laughs> Yeah, gears Clutch. Clutch. You got to synchronize their release. Not in the game. Pressure. You know what I mean? Like not the same. You know what I mean? Like, yo. I'm like, yeah, manual's easy. Nope. You gonna learn quick. Yeah, and that car go. Yo, you, <laughs> yeah, trust me, you go to uh, Amusement 2000, you put as an automatic, you play manual. <laughs> Just hit the knob. Ain't no clutch. Yeah. This game is not realistic. But you gotta figure out if it's a high clutch or a low clutch. See, I don't know. That's what people don't understand. I just throw your head off. No, nah, but just I think I don't think man. Tokyo Drift was that bad. I think it still had a dope storyline. It was important. And I think it would play a major role. Like I think it's just like any other story. It's gonna grow and it's gonna expand eventually. Maybe not for us, but for our kids. But that's what it, it did to the series. Cause like there's a lot of, well, I'm gonna say a lot of important characters. But Han being the important character, the events what happened with uh, Shaw. Right. It played its important part. You know what I mean? I, I like it. But and I think it, I think it, the fact that if 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 it was not intentional, the fact that they were able to come back and save the whole, mm. the whole um, what do you call those? Well, the the, the whole storyline yeah. for them to come back and tie it in and make sense of it. It's kind of like, well, maybe later down the line, it's all going to tie in and you'd be like, yo, Tokyo Drift was actually a necessary one. Yeah. You never yeah. know. Like I mean, these guys are crazy <laughs> writers and crazier yeah. things have happened. It is necessary because they had that damn song that, did you know? Yo, in the club, when I come on, I'm still bopping the same way, yo. It's got a bop to it, so... But it's yeah. also too like Japan has a crazy car culture. Being a dork, Jason. Yeah. You know what I mean? They have a crazy car culture, <laughs> and I right think now. that's what they wanted to showcase as well. It's something because that's why I liked about Fast and Furious. Like when it first started, right? Each movie had its place in the universe to do something different, right? <laughs> now after really after five, right? They're stuck in the high pa high fast uh, action, bits, right? And there's not enough room for them to play with. So right. Hob and Shaw is their way to try something else, but it's more action. But I also but. think it's for them to kind of like. Yeah, get the whole shit out, yeah. and then next movie it's gonna go back cars. to the original yeah. essential. Put some cars keys. out yeah. there, like you know, what I mean the cars that you ain't never seen before. Like, let me, you know what I mean? I just want a bunch of Bugattis. <laughs> just Bugattis, okay, Ace, you can't afford it. It'll cost too much money if you crash one of those cars. Your budget is. Well, you yeah. think they actually, actually have real fucking Bugattis for right no. now? Dude, it's the body kits. Yeah. Yeah. So you take regular ass cars, put body kits on, you they can have, have as many They had real Lancers in the first one. Those were. But a Lancer and a Bugatti, bro. Yeah, we're talking back budget. Day, back in we're the day, talking that was expensive. No, no, it doesn't matter how back, back you go. It was go an evolution, dog. You know how expensive those cars are? Uh, you know how expensive yeah. is a Bugatti? But, but this is what I'm saying. I'm like, talking back in the we're day. Talking but if it wasn't a $2 million car. You're going to have stunt drivers taking these cars, doing their stunts. Yeah. You think they get it on the first try? Oh, my gosh. Dude, you know how many times they're crashing going But a lot of it is CGI as well, right? There's some CGI, the but when it comes ones, to the cars the, itself, it's all newer, body kits. It's the not newer, the actual newer car. ones are more CGI. Yeah, but no, because I, I had... I, the best kept <laughs> secret in shit. movies. It's like, we didn't actually get this $1 million The, four, the yeah. fourth <laughs> one was filmed with green screen. Like, I remember having the DVD, and there's a lot of behind yeah, the scene, and it's literally them screen. being on, like, some kind of, like, apparatus, and yeah. they're just so-called shifting and doing shit that they're moving the car So I said the later ones, yeah, but not the earlier, like, the first was... Second or third, no. Those so, were like the cars itself. And I don't think they're they're not they're not stupid to go damage these fucking cars, no. bro. Are you crazy? Mm -mm. No like any scene that you see where the cars are actually on the road driving, 
even if it is the real car, it's never a scene where they're actually having to do stunts. No. Yeah. It's like, no, we're just driving yeah, down the in, avenue. Because yeah, I mean? we could do that with this car. But once we got to start doing the stunts, doing things of that nature, it's not the actual car. It's all body kit cars. Oh, for sure. And that's all done in a safe environment. Yeah. All right. So um, we got to give Jay Z his props. These guys wouldn't stop yeah. talking about movies. All right, yeah, let's we talk give about Jay his props. Look, so that's where it stopped. We we said we would geek out, and then you were. Next. Well, I started that, and you you brought uh, up. All Singleton. I have to say is I'm happy Cameron forgave Jay Z. Because uh, how about know. Cameron wait, finally show some motherfucking gratitude? Say what? Wait, say that. Say that to <laughs> well, me. Well, huh? okay. So Jay had his second uh, concert at B side. Mm-hmm. I know. So where this, is this going. was. <laughs> <laughs> if Webster Hall was the the they just opened it back up. Yeah, yeah. Since the Troy Ave shooting and yeah. then there, there was the Maino situation. So they opened it back up and the right way to do it is to have B side too. Because mm-hmm. Jay Z first had a B side there. So on this one, he brought out Nas, he yeah, brought out that. uh Cam, Jim Jones, literally a unification of what was Rockefeller. Cause the first one he also brought out Seagull, mm-hmm. Beanie Seagull. He brought out State Prop. He brought out J Electronica. He brought out literally everybody. Up to this point, we're waiting for probably B-Side 3 for Dame Dash to come back on stage. He's the only mm-hmm. one out of the whole rock movement that hasn't made an appearance. So it was really, I really liked, from what I've seen, I, I think I have to get title just to watch the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or but yeah. I think I should get it because like, shit, everybody else is supporting everybody else. Have it soon. Huh? What? What? I mean, the mic Title? picked it up. Yeah, yeah but you you, you support <laughs> you, you, you support of course you you support Spotify though, uh, you know. But anyways, we we're because not uh, what's, the, what's wrong with that? I mean, yeah. The only one you're hating on it's, have the same it's cheaper than yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheaper and has more music. It's not anyway. about it, you, if you keep going down that line, we're never gonna support our own. Look, so yeah. cut it out. I'm poor. It's not about being poor, bro, because <laughs> yeah. you spend money on shit that you want. And we talk yeah. about building our community and, and building. I want Spotify. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I understand. Mm-hmm. But so sometimes, you know what? Mm-hmm. You know, the slaves wanted their, if the slaves wanted their life, we wouldn't be here because they wouldn't take the risk. I that feel they like you want me to mm-hmm. fill a billion. No, I don't pockets. want. But you are filling a billionaire's pocket. Yeah. Steve right, Jobs, so Rich. Uh, no, I'm just saying support your own, too. I am supporting my own whenever I play their music. He's not on Spotify. On Spotify. Jay's not on Spotify. I already bought his music and it's on my iTunes. Anyways, the whole <laughs> point is... So technically, I have supported my own. Right. This is beyond the point. I'm just... I'm, but not, I'm not sure what your argument is. I'm not having this argument with you. <laughs> it's a positive evening. I want to retain it it's as It's amazing such. how quiet you get when you're wrong. I'm not wrong. I am not wrong. Oh because if God. we want to talk about <laughs> spending money... You spend money on a lot of shit to support other cultures, other people, except your own. That's all I'm saying. Are we you all do it. My pockets? No, I'm not watching your fucking pockets, bro. I just pointed out something. Which, anyways, I'm not going to this. Lord, give me strength. It's the Sabbath. I shouldn't even be here. I shouldn't even be in this part of the conversation. You know what I'm saying? Fucked <laughs> up. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to live here in positivity land. Yeah, you bring me to negative he's, he's, really, he's trying to pull me to the dark side. I'm not with it. I'm not going to be. No, really? not today. See? This man's got a stick I rebuke boy. He you. you boy. I rebuke you in the name of the Lord. I'm just asking Yo, questions. Rebuke is all. the word of the day. Boy. Black no. Jesus, right? Of course. All right, cool. Everything yeah. is black. I mean, it's all fake anyways. Well, I mean, it's up to you. You're starting like Jay. 
Uh, like Jason, Jason calling what? Jason uh, calling. Uh, 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 I think from Lord of the Rings. You S- the guy? Sky Wizard. Yeah, Sky, Sky Wizard. Sky Wizard. Disrespectful. <laughs> hey, you Anyways, just going off what you But that's read not the book. point. I just like the fact that Jay Z is continuing his movement to yeah. unify artists, yeah. especially black artists, and to show that black people could work together for a common good and a common cause. Yeah. And I think that's dope, and I commend him because you know, as you know, where he's at in his life, he doesn't necessarily have to reach back and now like we see his lyrics are actually matching his actions Mm -hmm. and i think that we need that especially where you know good people we either they die they're overworked you know john singleton was only 51 yeah and for him to have a stroke at that age yeah you know you could tell like dude that's it's one thing about a stroke it's just one of those things that it you can be completely rested and there's this girl just like it's it's just one of those things, man. This girl just this week, she's like four year, five years old. She had a stroke. She died. Yeah. It's, no, I understand. It's like it's, it's one of those things where you never know. Yeah, if you're if you're unhealthy, you're more prone to it. But right. it's yeah. literally just it can just happen. I know, but yeah. I'm just saying. I just like the fact that while he's here, he's doing his part. And I think you know, like we waited till Nipsey passed to feel bad about it or to say our peace about it or to give them their props, as we would say. I think that's some, huh? To give them their flowers. Yeah, yeah. you know, I think it's it's good to like shout people out when they're doing the right thing. Look, we've, I mean, we shouted Jay Z on here, and I feel like Jay Z's fully aware of his impact on all of us, you know. So, but not only that, now I feel like what he's been doing is he's been a bit more public with the things. Oh, for sure. Because for years he's been like a silent person, just whether it's donating, rebuilding communities, things of that nature. Like he's done it very quietly. Yeah. Now he's, you're seeing him put his name behind it a lot. Well, more. because what he's doing right now needs to be seen, right? Yeah. Unification of people, putting differences aside for the greater good of everybody and not just them as artists, but for the community. Because as listeners of music, as the audience, we often, you know, emulate what we hear or mm-hmm. it affects us in such a way that we feel like, you know, like Biggie Tupac had this whole thing with the, East Coast, West Coast, it influenced people so greatly that even if you didn't know somebody from the West Coast, you just wouldn't fucking with them. But remember yeah, what I was always, what I've been always telling you that when you're um, when you're doing something for the community or when you're donating your time, donating your money, you need to put your face behind it. Yes, it's, it's not always it's not always good to like do it silently because it's like then people are going to question you like, oh, what have you been doing? Right, and no, and you're going to get criticism that either is not warranted or not needed. Well, That's why I always said if you're doing something like that, I'm iffy on that because sometimes you there are genuine people out there that do not want any credit. They but it's not wanna, about credit. Somebody credit. Wait, wait, wait. Somebody like credit there's though. people out there that want to do the work. They want to make sure that the work is going well. They want to see it flourish, and they don't want any attention. And I feel like if that's the type of person you are, you are perfectly allowed to have that. The danger, mm. not it's not. I would say the danger, but the problem in doing so is that let's say somebody else want to do the same but don't know where to start. If they see you do something, they could reach out to you for advice or on the house. If you're just doing it in secret because you don't want to be seen and somebody else is trying to figure it out but you figured it out already you're you're, you know you're hindering the we can't demand everyone be a trailblazer it's not about demanding well no but if you're saying somebody who's literally out there actively working but they're just not putting their face or name behind it but there are results being made because of their work and you're saying because they're not showing their face they're hindering other people from being able to do those things we can't force that on them. Okay, so I'll give you an example. 
like we had the whole Flint, Michigan water issue. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who wanted to have the initiative to help. They probably was looking at ways. And I think it's important that Jaden Smith could have done it and not even put his face to it. And then they'll be like, well, I don't know who to reach out to. But the mere fact that he put his face in front of it, anybody who wants to help at this point knows a point of yeah. contact. Yeah. And I think that's what I'm talking no, and about. I, I get that and it's too, not yeah. a, it's not about being a trailblazer. It's it's something we must do because you know what? We put our face to a lot of shit that impact the community and the culture negatively mm. because it draws attention. I think when you do something positively, you should also do it. And I think a lot of people don't put their face to it, not because they want to seem you know, uh, you know, keep a distance. They they like to do it, and when it comes out, they feel like, oh yeah, I'm doing it. It's it's both ways gloatful. Oh well, there's and so we I, can look at it as right. both ways gloatful or both ways. It's just them trying to help. Right, so, but like, I'm just it, saying. It's I really, think it's more a matter of how like, you personally it's a concept, take it. I just think it's a, it's necessary for not just leadership, but to so that people could have something to reference to in our community. I don't know about you, but for me, like I look at it like. We don't have a lot of, of people that we could reach out to. Like a lot of communities strive because there's people like if if I was J- Jewish, for example, and I, wa- I was studying law and my pops, I'm sure my pops knew one of his buddy who's a lawyer and I could go and do something with him and learn or an engineer or whatever the case may be. We need to have people in who are yeah. willing to show their faces so that we could to reach out and have some sort of influence and, in, you know, uh, something to touch that's why nip was so important that's why he his his loss is you know him dying is so impactful to yeah. not just the his community but the world because if you wanted to go and be like you know what i have a couple of thousand how do i start a small stem center i could probably could have reached out to him maybe i wouldn't speak to him directly but i knew yeah. he started something yeah, and i could have done it there. had so, he done it in secrecy Go ahead, go ahead. If he had he done it in secrecy, it would have been hard for us to even fathom the idea. Hmm. And I think it's important for people to put their face to it because a lot of people don't put their face to it and people who don't do shit come out and take credit for it. So this is that that's the point I was going to get because if you don't put your face to it, people say, oh, I did this part, this part, and blah, blah, blah. And then people are going to keep questioning. You say, oh, what are you, what are you doing or anything like that? So, Iman, this is a question for you. Let's say, for example, when you were starting your brand, yeah, um, what was the response when you were like trying to get help or trying to, you know, kind of like start it up? And now that you've you gotten your brand where to, you know it's picking up right now, business picking up. Yeah, what are those people who didn't want to help you or weren't uh, weren't around then? Did they just start popping up now all of a sudden? Uh, I'm actually fortunate that I didn't have uh, people who didn't support me. And all of a sudden, pop up and support me. Like, from the get-go, just the idea of creating a clothing brand after, you know, the idea of it was a night style, night lifestyle brand with merch ideas. Just the concept from that point to making it a clothing brand, I've always had support. I actually didn't think that it would make sense to make a clothing brand, but I had, like, my best friends, you know what I mean, hit me up, Justin, and you know what I mean? Like, Melissa at the time was telling me, yeah, you should do it, you should do it. And to be honest, I'm telling people right here on the air the initial investment came from both of them. I, I didn't have the money to make this stuff, but they believed in me so much that they fronted the money to get the 73 pieces, to get the business cards. Uh, me going to Desta Black Youth Network was where I learned to really hone the skills to make it. From that point, me having my family and friends and like them still involved is the reason why I'm comfortable at this day and age to 
reach out and let's link up. Let's do business. People who need help, reach me. You know, reach me. If you need a link to make your own clothing, I, I have the information. I'm not going to tell you that what you're going to do is going to work like it did for me because I'm resilient. I'm going to keep going. I'm not stopping. Yeah. But I'll at least give you the tools. And that's why I think that we should always do is like, for example, we're talking about put your face out there. My mm-hmm. face is there. Like mm. Pure Lux is a, a concept. But my face, I am the face of the brand. Like people know me as Lux. Like they know, like oh, that's Lux. So lucky, whatever. So I'm putting myself out there. If you need help, hit me up. If you want information, hit me up. Because we have to start sharing the knowledge that we 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 get. And it's like I'm not gonna say, oh, well. Like an example, just gonna go far left here. When I used to play Street Fighter, my brother. Oh, how'd you do that dragon punch? How'd you do that that move? He would never tell me. I had to figure it out. But as soon as I figured it out, I told the whole street how to do it. So he'd hate that and get mad like, yo, why are you telling everyone to move? Because I want to learn how to do something else. I don't want to be stuck on one move and no one can beat me. Now you use that move, get better than me so I learn how to get better at the game. I want to get better at making this community better. I want to get better, but I can't do that if I hold on to that information and only for me and I want to be the only one having it. Right. We don't build yeah. a community that way. Like We have to understand we got to share. We have to give. We have to give back. Like We got to support. So b- because I support that... <laughs> You know what I mean? Yo, that's intermission right there. <laughs> Yo, but because I support people, and I support people from before I started clothing brand, the same people supported me until this day. I'm getting new followers, new supporters, and I'm still looking to support others in other ways too. So it's not just about me, it's about everyone. Let's all work together. Yeah, that's how I see things to you. Like, yeah, me, I'm the type of person that I want everyone to succeed. Yeah. It, including when it came to this podcast, I always said that. Listen, if everyone has a possibility of making money of this, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. It's not for me personally because I'm going to be the same person if I'm rich or I'm poor. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, not going to yeah. change. I, I don't change. I might disappear. <laughs> you yeah, might disappear? A little snap. I'm just going to let my mom and my family know where I'm at. He's, he's going to snap. He's going to snap. No, this the Bobby Brown of the group. Oh, no, no. <laughs> you got me all the way fucked oh, up. If I were rich, you would never see me. Uh, I'll own the new edition name. <laughs> I can't have that name. <laughs> It'll be Bobby Brown. Like I've, and I've told you before. Vote. I have my if I ever win the lottery plan. Yeah, just make sure it's included. In, <laughs> I'm included. In I just don't play about that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, I played the lottery maybe three times, man, and every time was like mm-hmm. that that feeling that I'm like I don't feel comfortable at this because if you give me this money, I'm gonna have to sit down for a little bit. I and know just what like, I'm gonna do. Nah, you you know, like I I know too. Like I uh, know for a fact what I'm gonna do, uh-uh. and I'm I'm. Perfectly content with it. Yeah, I'm happy. Problem is, happy I can't remember that. the last time I bought a lottery ticket. <laughs> yeah, trust me. Yo, that's that's the devil's tool. I, don't know where like I, I legit cannot remember the last time I bought a lottery ticket. But whenever mm-hmm. anybody ever is like, "Oh, I'm gonna play," I'm like, "Yeah, you know, if I ever win, I know exactly." What I'm the gonna tax do. on the poor. That's what it is. Huh? It's the tax on the poor. Yeah, it's, it's what yeah, it is. I can't. I can't like, do I, all I that. Just yeah. I would actually have to like play the lottery. Yeah, no, I'm not. A, I'm not a gambling man. I don't like that that risk. Mm-mm. No, I would never. I would never spend that money. There's people who go to the casino, and like spend more out of their means. Yeah, and it's like they're putting up their house. They're putting up cars, and so I'm like, yeah, but Whoa. I mean that's self control too, right? Yeah, because there's it, a lot it, of people it, that can control themselves. Oh, bro, there's, there's, there's a lot people of people who are, have gambling addiction. People have addiction. And then you period. have the people who are like professional gamblers yeah right but they could like do the tournament because somebody will you somebody would not buy a game lottery ticket but they'll pay that take their rent money and go buy the ladies jordans (laughs) you know what i mean that's a bigger fucking risk if you ask me but those are people those are people flip it no but i'm just saying regardless (laughs) of the fact there's people who would do that they would not you know what i mean so 
I personally, I buy tickets every now and then, more probably the frequent than all you guys. It's just if, I, if you don't hear from me in a while. You see, I wouldn't be like that, I though, because if I won the lotto, no one would know because I would just continue as like, my day as, as normal. No, it's impossible. How is it impossible? Uh, it is impossible because in Quebec, they have to divulge your Working name. Working 40 hour plus. They have to divulge my name on my thing. It. I have three names on my card I could use. So they could use anyone they want. Who's going to. Everyone knows you really me by one. You only have one last name. <laughs> I know, got the huh? three names. How much last <laughs> names do you have? <laughs> How much last names do you have? I have one last name, but Thank I have you. three first names. Okay, but I see Lionel and be like, yo, Jason, either him or his cousin or somebody to uh, win. If if y'all listening, I, I I had no clue. I did not know. You this. know that you have three uh, first names. If, if if them peoples is listening, oh, I, oh, I okay. know this. I have no, no connection to this whatsoever. I am my own entity. I have one social insurance number. That's it. No, he's just saying he has three first names. That's all he's saying. He's not hey, saying he, he has three identities. He's talking about disappearing with three different names. <laughs> no, I didn't say and anything like that. He didn't say that. I didn't say anything like that. My God, it's Jason Bourne. One name. <laughs> You but you have a second name. You're a Christian. I'm sure you have a I second have name. One it's name. <laughs> it consists of five <laughs> names, but it's all one. No, but it's Christian. Christian is the one who have names. Everybody else has titles. It's a different. It's, let me not get into that today. But yeah, we all, you know, as Christians, basically, we all have names. Moors have titles. Who has what? Oh, uh, we'll talk off here. Okay, because you said title, and that's where I, I didn't understand. I thought you meant Jay Z real quick. No, no, <laughs> no, no. A title, not title. A title. A title. Okay. <laughs> Yo, I'm hearing the wrong thing. Yeah. But so no. you have a title? No, I don't. My name's based on no, was, Christian belief. I'm like, whatever. Mm. whatever. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you probably your name is probably Matthew something something mm. Riviera. And it's, I, I like to say it's, it's one. Oh, well, of course. I have like two other names that I never use. But it's, I get what you mean. Like middle names. and Yeah, everything. I really don't use them. Yeah. But he's saying he has like Three first names. I do. Three. three you, have, you have a first name. And two middle and names. two middle names. And a last middle name. Names, uh, no, they're listed as first names on my birth certificate and on my What's passport. on your driver's license? The driver's license, you can put any name you want. Anything uh, Anything that you have on your social insurance hey, so card. So what is the first name on your driver's license? Jason. Thank that's you. There you go. That's, your first name. that's your first name. But the driver's license, I could put the other two if I want. Mm, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Like, What's yeah. on your social insurance number uh, card? All three names, all yeah. three first names. Yeah, they, they put the full name. Name, yeah. But what is the first name? It's always Jason, right? No, it's not the first one. What's the first one? It's I'm not gonna tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, technically, Jason isn't the first technically, one. Technically, it's not even all that. It's whatever's on Bro, your we're birth certificate. Bro, we're in class in high school. Yeah. No, huh? No, we, whatever we never had a class first name I'm on gonna go back and look in the yearbook. Fuck that, that is your first name. Like, period. Like, that name on your birth certificate is who you are. Well, Jason's not it. That I can tell you. I'm going to just is call your pops. the one that starts with M? Marlon? <laughs> I was going to put him on blast, bro. I was going to put him on blast. I knew what it was. <laughs> you know, there is another one. There is another one. I know the other one. I'm Look, just fucking with you. I know your name, bro. Well, since me. Jamal has already said it, you've only ever registered yourself as Jason or Marlon. Not so not in first what, whichever one of those two is the first one on your birth certificate, that is your name. There's another one though. Yeah, whatever. No, that's a middle name. It doesn't matter. Whatever is the very first name that shows up on your birth certificate, that yeah. is your it's first name. It's not classified. Or in your passport. Because my passport doesn't have it as a middle name. It has it as a first name. It explicitly says it as a first name. And there's a you know section what a for birth a middle certificate name. Is? 
Your passport's more official than your birth certificate. Well, no, no technically. It's not. Yes, no. it is. No, no, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. I can guarantee no, you it's literally not. your birth not. papers, bro. That's what they use because to trade your on value on the stock exchange. All my names are there. On my passport, it's just Matthew Herod Rivera. Because you put that on your passport. Yeah, because that isn't more official than literally your, your birth, birth certificate. certificate when yeah. you were born, this is how they registered you to the government. If you say so. I mean, it's facts. I mean, it's really I do facts. say so because that is how it is. It's okay to be wrong. How did we end up on this shit? I'm just telling you that they don't verify you by your birth certificate. We were talking about the lottery. Oh. Uh, yeah, I mean. Because I think you had something to say about Cameron a while ago. Oh, yeah. Um, they said Cameron uh, forgave Jay-Z for his, uh, for his nonsense. So I'm just happy that... What, <laughs> what nonsense? Yeah. What nonsense? Could you trying expand? To, trying to this dip set and Cameron when... Uh, Cameron went back at him hard and talking with his open toe sandals with jeans. Oh, his chocolates with <laughs> jeans. Not a king in New York rocking chocolates with jeans. No one wears, no one rocks that. So I'm happy Cameron Yo, came out we and look forgave good. him. I don't know why we made it such a big deal. I'm happy Cameron forgave him. And but I mean, like to me, like Cameron forgive Jay-Z. What Cameron should be thanking Jay-Z. The only time he ever went platinum was on The Rock. When Jay Z was out of the picture, okay. no, Jay Z was okay. never. First of all, Jay Z could never be out of the picture of The Rock. Okay. Hold on, guys, hold on a second. Are we really ready to have this conversation? Yes, we right are. Now? Yeah, because yeah. uh, I don't want the audience to be misinformed in any way. Yeah, All right, go into it. Because no, nah, because that Cameron, yeah, no, nah, Cameron wasn't gonna take over the Rock. Cameron was just gonna create a whole new version of the Rock. And yeah, he had the capacity to do it. I mean, any artist, Kanye could have done it. Uh, yeah, Kanye, but, yeah, Kanye, yeah, yeah. Kanye could have done it. Beanie Siegel could have done it. Oh, he Beanie Siegel couldn't do it. Right. Property. They property was heavy. there. They were heavy. Yeah, so Cameron didn't do nothing that wasn't done before. Mm-hmm. And in fact, Dipset was the last of those three people to be added. And Dipset was no, the best No, before the, Kanye. They them. were before Kanye. Whoa. No, no, no. Kanye was we're before. Kanye was the producer. and say they were the yeah. last. Uh, Ka- Kanye, Kanye was producer. Yeah, yeah. 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 Dipset was phenomenal. Young Gunners yeah. are better than Dipset? Is that what you're going to say? Are you going to say of everything that came out of the rock, Dipset was the best? You said group? Dipset made a movement. Cameron made half the world wear pink. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. No. I'm not denying that, how good no, that's, they were. They, they were good. Mm. But, but to say they were the best thing to come out of the rock? No. Hell no. State, Yo, I don't know. state property state had their own clothing yeah, line. Clothing they had line. people rocking control. The movies, state property <laughs> movies. The movie, the state they, property movies are bullshit. I'm nah, tired of people talking about shit. the movie. State property was fire. shit. Do we nah. want to have a state conversation about Killer Season? Yeah, kill that, when you spit in a young girl's face and that call her bitch, and you think like, that's you funny. You really want to talk yeah. about bad movies? Yeah, that was funny as hell, though. The guy saw the guy. That was hilarious. I still don't understand why people laugh at that scene. Horrible. Because Cameron's a fool. Cameron's disrespectful. It is literally one of the worst things ever put into production. Kanye literally made Dipset hot. I don't give a fuck what you said. Kanye, Kanye and Just Blaze. They were the no, only. Just Blaze. Just Blaze. Just Blaze. But I mean, Killer Cam, Killer Cam, that's Kanye. Yeah, but Cam, but Wait. you could say that for Jay Z too. He did the whole, he did his whole, um, uh, Keep a in blueprint. He did some blueprints. Jay-Z yeah. was a platinum-selling artist before he ever connected with Kanye West or Just Blaze. And I mean, you, you still had to look at Timbo to, for Jay Z's career, yeah. Swiss Beats. Um, you still have to look at fucking uh, um, Easy Mobi for sure. Uh, Pharrell, Neptunes. Yeah. Uh, you still have to look at Ninth Wonder. 
One day uh, we're gonna have a great conversation about the Netflix. Hip hop, yeah. hip hop since '87. Yeah. He was do pretty dope. Like you can't, you Jay Z. No one could make Jay Z. Not even Dame Dash could make another Jay Z. Yeah, he he tried. He tried. He and tried it, with camera. Yeah, and it didn't work. Fail. You know but what I mean? Boy. But what I'm saying is, it's at this point. I mean, even Jim Jones said it. He was like, "Yo." Jay-Z has done so much for me, for his career. Because what people don't realize, Jay-Z jumping on that balling remix yeah. made Jim Jones a fucking solidified rapper. Jay, yeah. cause Jay he wasn't at that point. Yeah, Jay-Z, Jay-Z at the point where And Jay-Z features. never took time to address people who weren't on his level. Yeah. And he literally... Literally, if you watch the Funk Flex interview, he talks about how impactful that moment was because he was like, yo, I could fucking say I got a J-verse because I literally owned the right to that beat and he could have literally copied Jay-Z's verse into his records, which he'd done, and it was literally a remix, an official remix. Mm -hmm. Because Jay-Z couldn't sue him for it. So Jay-Z has done a lot more for Cameron, Dipset, Jewels, and I think it's good to see like as grown men, they're putting the differences aside. So all these people in the streets, they could be like, you know what? Yeah, yeah. We, this shit happened in 92, but there's generations now that are being affected by it. Let's put an end to it. Yeah. You know, I think that's important. I think that's the bigger picture. It's not about who forgiving who, because as you can see, you know, Jim, those career is going well since he's been to the Iraq Nation. Yeah. And, you know, Cam probably don't want to miss another Rock Nation well, pre-Grammy let's just keep party. In mind, this is Jay-Z's show. <laughs> Yeah. Nobody is showing up to Jay-Z's show unless he invites them. Yeah. yeah. And I like the fact that he had them all in suits. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Come they, with button up. Button yeah. up. Like, <laughs> they were all well-dressed. Cameron looked like he was drunk, but yeah. he was still You're talking presented. as if Cameron hasn't been wearing suits before Jay-Z. Jay-Z, no, Jay-Z not, just started wearing... He's started, talking about what? the aesthetic of the show. I it's understand the aesthetic yeah. of the show, but that's how they... Even the shows before that, when they had the Dipset reunion two years ago, they were wearing suits before oh. all this stuff happened. No, but you're, you're missing the point. I understand the he's, extent he's of what you're talking you're about. You're missing the point. It's not about who, like, obviously, Cameron in his life had worn a suit before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's a fact. But I just think, like, it's essential because we see hip-hop as such this, this like, weird street, like, ragamuffin type of attire. And here he is, all in telesuits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they're gold. They're be, not overly fucked up. Yeah, just, but let's be honest. We're not seeing Cameron in in two X clothing as we used to see him back in like in the two thousands. So no, but I'm just that let's be honest. I'm we're just, not really seeing Cameron that often. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I'm good just, to see him out with Jay Z. And I'm just saying, like, for them to have like, I don't know about you guys, but like, when New York came out, that record. <laughs> Wait, New York City. The one Welcome that, to New yeah, York yeah. City. Yeah. Like that <laughs> shit was. <laughs> Next to Brooklyn, that was the, like the best New York anthem. Yeah, at that time, yeah. Like Brooklyn was like a borough anthem. Then you had New York City, and you had like Jewels on the hook. Like, bro, he really did his shit. And I think it's dope to see them come the back. One because, with Alicia Keys on? No, that's no, Empire no, no, State no, of Mind. Which one are you talking about? Hello, Brooklyn. No, how you do? No, Brooklyn. On, uh, no, there's a Brooklyn. Is it come home with me. No, it's on Jay Z's album. It was um. Not the little. I'm talking about Blueprint Three. That's the one with Lil Wayne. No, there's no. That's that's no. I'm talking well, about goes, Bro- there's Brooklyn, New York there's, City. Yeah, yeah. That, that's on Come Home with Me. No, no, yeah. yeah. No, no. I'm positive that's on Come Home with Me. Yeah, Welcome to New York City's uh, Come Home with Me. Camera yeah. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, but Jay Z really blew. That was a theme. And yeah. but the Brooklyn one is with Jay Z, Fab, and Uncle Murder. 
That's what the Brooklyn Nets oh, play. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And wow. that's the one when, that's when Uncle Murder said they can't say Jay never signed a Brooklyn nigga. Yeah. Like, because people used to go at Jay Z for that because everybody on The Rock was never from Brooklyn except yeah. for Memphis. Uh, bleak. So I'm just saying, I just love the fact that these guys are all unifying. And I think that's super dope. It's super positive. I think we should take a page from that book. And whether we have differences, they're maybe not as serious. Mm-hmm. But it shows that people grow, and that's what we need. Hip hop is a young sport. These guys are literally the oldest. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. really, in our Still time. active, too. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? For them to like be like, yo, fuck it. Like, we were young, we were wild, we were rich, we were having Plus, fun. It's good to see that in hip hop, we're seeing something that's been happening in rock and roll for a long time. Right. right. Yeah. You just have old acts who aren't putting out stuff anymore but they're just doing tours yeah yeah i just want i just want i just really want this to glow go into like a rock old material like put it out there like who gives a fuck man like if nelly wants to just go on a fucking tour where he only does like his first three albums boom fucking do it i mean that's gonna be so i want to see i really want to see a tour the neptunes were just like we're gonna go on tour and we're literally just going to play our music from the past 20 years uh yo the neptunes 10 year span yeah 10 year where they, they the locked down i believe it was 94 oh no you gotta go higher than that yeah you gotta go higher than that because they like you're talking about whenever Noriega. they started with nori nori, nori. Yeah, nori that's that was 96 96 yeah. okay so, so 96 to 06 yeah and then no like, they still went no, after when, that. when they when they had it on lock yeah, it was lock like you you couldn't like when it was they thing. literally changed the sound of hip-hop 96 Whenever that first song, they, bro, early, you, you right? still have to go early. after the clips, bro. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, so basically, no, I'm talking about their specific run when they changed the sound. Yeah, because like you have Mace, you have Mace's track, um, right. uh, looking at me. So that's right. 94, 95. Right. You have uh, yeah. Noriega, right? But then you have Jay Z. Um, that's uh, Volume Three, right? Yeah, it's the one. Or the, no, the Dynasty album is 98. Yeah, but, yeah, but essentially, it's mm-hmm. it starts. Yeah, yeah. You have the Mace track, right? Which yeah. is 94. Then you Noriega. have the song with Noriega. It's uh, CNN. Yeah, with them. Yeah, that is when that during sound really like it was solidified. Yeah, that weird. And during that decade span, they were everything. Yeah, you heard. And yeah, I'm not negating the longevity. I'm talking about that span of where you literally heard Neptunes on everything, yeah, and it was, Stefani, yeah. Eve, like, it was not yeah. just hip hop. Yeah, it was not just hip hop. And I'm just saying, like, Come I on, think Britney Spears. Yeah, yeah and I. I'm a slave for you. Came out when? That's 2001. It probably came. Yeah, it's that decade span. Like it's freaking. But I still think it went beyond a decade. No, 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 it it did. It did. I'm not saying it it stopped at a decade. What I'm saying is there was a decade span where they changed the sound of music. 2000 grinding came out. What I'm saying is there was a span of time where. The way hip hop and R and B was sounding was whatever the Neptunes were doing, and oh, it was yeah. during that decade span. Yeah, so like, yeah. they're still like doing their damn thing as far oh, yeah. as beats are a, concerned. A different, a different sound. Yeah, like they they, like they, they, they haven't it, stopped, but that ten year span, it was literally like but was whatever the they're doing is where the yeah, music's going. See, that's what I have to remember is that you had the Neptunes, uh, ninety, let's say ninety six, call it ninety six to two thousand six. Right. You had Swiss Beats from nineteen ninety nine to. 2009. Yeah, and then you still Ooh. had Timbo. You, Timbo was before, before that. that yeah. That, that, that's why I want to talk about it. Timbo was heavy with the Yo, R&B. Does Philly have the best uh, producers ever? Philly? Is it Philly? Where are they from? Isn't it Philly they're from? Who? Where are they from? Timbo is from Virginia, no? Virginia. Virginia, 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 has, Virginia. Yeah. Do they have Arguably, the best producers? Yes. 
because they have Missy Elliott. Don't forget, she's a producer yeah. too. Right. Yo, arguably, but you had Magoo too, right? Magoo was a producer. I don't know what. But <laughs> you got as heavy I as Wikipedia to Magoo. I don't know what he does. You can make an argument for Virginia, like you can one hundred. We could just say the East Coast, bro. For Virginia, yeah. But specifically them, because like you said, you have Timbaland, you have the Neptunes, you have Missy Elliott. There are others, but they're like the three. But then if you're going to go back to New York, you have Swiss Beats, you have DJ Premier, you have yeah. all these old... Well, but that's what I'm saying. There, there's an argument to be made. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think I think they're and obviously solid. then if you go solid. to the West Coast... Well, we don't count the West. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> I count the West. I, Yo, I, I count because the West, when Dre came quick, quick, in oh, okay. with Dre, his drums... Yeah. I don't understand what Dr. Dre drums did to hip hop. Yeah, I can't put, are, we would have never Coast. made it to 808s mm-hmm. if it weren't for Dr. I can't Dre. Put I'm Coast not going to lie, though, because I really you like... You can't because you're a hater. We're no, because their beats all sounded the same. No, no it doesn't. No, no. A lot of their beats were the same. Jason, please. Listen, when you have... Bay Area, South Who did the Bay Area producing? Yo, that's a... That's a whole... Uncle Luke, like, come on now, like... I mean... I mean, you still have to go south, right? You still got yeah, all them boys yeah. in the south from Texas all the way down to Florida. Yeah. Like, there's a lot DJ of producers, Scrooge. but like, like the thing with the the West, though, even though Dude, I love I love G-Funk, me some they, Scrooge, they really they had their own sound. Like, that's one thing yeah. about the West. But even even when you look at the documentary from Game, oh like gosh. that was a fucking yeah. album. That's like right that there. wasn't even East Coast. That was that was like a just a harmonious <laughs> blend of great Beautiful. new beats. Yeah. Beautiful. Like I, I still listen to the documentary. Yeah, to yeah, day. no, it's, it's tough. That, that was Dude, that doggy style. Yeah, that's I don't really dope. fuck with Snoop like that though. Oh man, <coughs> doggy style what? production was just yeah, the doggy style is insane. Uh, that's why I'm always on a toss up between which one I like better, the Chronic or Doggy Style. G's and Hustlers. Just listen to that beat, yeah. that piano riff. No, I don't, I'm not saying. It, I'm not saying. I'm not saying like their music is not good. I just never related to it. Yo, mm-hmm. so hard. Yo, yo, trust me. No, yo. it's so hard. East Coast would still be number one. Sorry. It's I so mean, hard. like I said, like at the end of the day, East is oh, East. Yeah. But like, I mean, we still had like great music from the South. Like, uh, we can't sleep on the South. Manny yeah. Fresh, you can't. Oh, sleep I'm on not. Manny Fresh. Manny yeah, Fresh. There's too many. Oh, Manny Fresh was. And it's kind of so funny because <laughs> this goes back to the initial question when when talk when you talk about how you you know how you got your clothing line started. Mm-hmm. If we look at literally all the long-standing hip hop brands, you have Master P, mm-hmm. straight out of the trunk. You had Cash Money, straight yeah. out of the trunk. Ludacris was one. Ludacris, straight out of the trunk. Jay Z couldn't get a fucking deal for his life. Yeah. Bad Boy literally started because Puff had no other opportunities. Yeah. You know what I mean? No one was fucking with Miami, so slip and slide, you know, Trick Daddy and all the rest of them down mm-hmm. there, Uncle Luke. and it's got nasty with you, it. You know like, what I mean? <laughs> it's like, it just seems like when you take it on your back, even, like, I'm sure Dr. J at some point, like, you take it on your back and you take your responsibility, like, you know what, I'm going to go out and get mine. I think yeah. it's the best way to go because no one could do mm-hmm. shit to you after that. Yeah, like, You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing anybody could say. Like, as much as people want to say Birdman robbed people of millions of dollars, they wouldn't have millions if it wasn't for him. There'll be nothing to rob. There'll be nothing to rob. Like Lil Wayne would have been uh, probably a brilliant person. I think he is smart, but he wouldn't be Lil Wayne if it wasn't for Birdman. Obviously, business comes with ethics, and business is unethical. Uh, You know what I mean? There's a reason. Business is for profit. Like I'm sorry, we don't do any no volunteering over here. You could be the best burger maker in McDonald's, but you're still getting minimum wage. Right. (laughs) When you don't own shit, you, you 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 succumb to that. Yeah. And 
I mean, in certain things, I don't like to get into it because it's politics and I have different opinions. That's not the point. Mm -hmm. But I think when you go out and you start your own shit, I think I command anybody who does it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Apparently, you're I-Man. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I-Man I Bandit, you know? No, quick but I, I really think it's dope. <laughs> what happened? It's a quick little shout out from a listener. Hey, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> getting tuned in. Bring it for All right, circle. guys. Yo, uh, actually, I, can't even get on I mean, I feel like we could keep rambling on and yeah, on. Yeah, but you saw the time, right? We should wrap up. <laughs> Yo, I saw the time too. I'm yeah, like, I on. just noticed the time. So yeah, I think yeah. we should wrap up. So let's just end it with uh, anything left that you want to say like yeah, as far as like how in? can we reach you uh, how can the people reach you the website everything like that you reach me depends if you want to reach me facebook you got eman brown you got pure lux on facebook instagram pure lux or there's pure lux underscore eman is the personal page you have the website uh pure uh i mean if you know me and you know how to reach me let's put it that way and if you don't know me the social media is there i'm not hard to find just google my name Eman Brown, you're going to find information on how to reach me. Also, look out for that special Don't Be Mad uh, discount code that's going to be given to you. I don't know if you want to add it in now, if you want to give no, it afterwards. It, it. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm going to get well, you a uh, discount code, 21% off your entire order. Everyone who uh, wants to use a discount, boom. And Respect. yeah, we're going to keep it rocking, man. You're going to see that new merch because that's why I'm going to force y'all to put out some merch because you got to have people supporting you. You got to have them rocking right, stuff. Man. You know what I mean? You got to. That's the only way. Like I said, people, like, I know he's here. He's in front of me, but seriously, this is great. This <laughs> yeah, is great quality. Man. Really proud about that one. That's the, the color is, yeah. is what's really sending me right Ooh, now. If that's I showed you, that was that's two years bro. in the making, huh? That's a two-year-old design. Dope as shit, <laughs> yo, I had to go back in the catalog. I had to look and like, yo, I didn't do this one. I didn't do that. Yeah, man. This is what's up, Pretty man. dope. Yeah. I got the flies hitting in Montreal right now. That's all <laughs> you know I need mean? to know. <laughs> y'all get <laughs> it soon. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, y'all can find the website. But if you want, you know, to get a little cheaper. I'm ahead of y'all. Catch up. That discount code. Yeah, don't worry. Hit that uh, Don't Be Mad discount. It's going to be Don't Be Mad 21. Yeah, I'm letting y'all know in two minutes. It's available. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. So. We don't need your final thoughts. Let's just close it out. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> <laughs> the disrespect here. You know, you can reach us as always. Don't be mad pod on both Instagram and Twitter. Don't be mad podcast on Facebook. We're also on YouTube as well. Don't be mad pod. Thank everybody that was on the live stream. If you're still here, if you popped in and out, we have been here for a minute. Thanks yeah. for kicking back and listening to us ramble about fun stuff that we love and drinking alongside of us. We will be back next week with another fresh episode and another guest. Yeah, that's right. I said two weeks in a row with a guest. Imagine that. So thank you guys. Tell your friends, tell your pets, tell your enemies. Let's Don't Be Mad podcast. Peace. Take care, everyone. Amen.